good evening. My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. It is Friday evening. It is 7.30. And it means one thing, the Arsenal Women's Show. We are back with a, uh, well, it's going to be a good show tonight. There's lots to get through, obviously. Um, the win against Chelsea, what a fantastic performance that was. We're going to look back on that. We are going to look back as well on the um, rather exciting North London derby during the week where we just overcame Tottenham on penalties. There's another North London derby tomorrow, so we're going to preview that as well. One or two other bits and pieces in the news. We're going to briefly touch on some comments made by a certain ex-footballer about women in the game of football. So we'll have a little chat about that as well. Plus, um, anything else that comes up, if you guys if in the chat have got any comments or questions that you want to put to us, please feel free to do so. We'll try and get through as much of them as we can as we go through the show. And it's all coming up. The other side of it. And of course, joining us back from his trip to London last weekend, and he's been to Munich during the week as well, is our international man of mystery, is of course Andreas. How are you this week? Yeah, good evening, everybody. Uh, not bad at all, and looking forward to the show. Yeah, great new uh, info you have uh, for the show. I love the, these pictures you have, uh, great emotions. Yeah, I thought I'd do something new for the, you know, just because it's, uh, why not have a little, fresh it up a little bit. That's what we need to do, don't we? Um, there is a couple of comments in. Dan's asked us a question. It's about Chelsea. So what we'll do is when we, when we get onto the Chelsea game, I'll bring that question up and we'll talk about that um, when we get to that point. Uh, Magnificent Jeff was with us. He said, hit them likes, people. Indeed, yeah, hit the likes. Give us a like. Why not? Because, um, well, why not? It's free and, and it's good fun. Um what I do, obviously, you know, we are going to talk about the Chelsea game very, very soon. Um, and for those of you who maybe didn't see Andreas's blog of that match, please check it out on the channel because it is um, something really special, really, really good. So definitely, it's had a lot of views already. A lot of people have watched it. But if you haven't seen it yet, please get onto that because it is really good. And it gives you a real good flavour of what it was like in the stadium for that great game, which we are going to talk about. But just before we get started with that, I did, I do want to, I don't want to spend too long on this, but I do think it's quite important. Obviously, it affects women's football, it affects women in football. It's um, some comments by a certain player that uh, maybe has caused a lot of controversy, shall we say? So I'm sure you don't need reminding of exactly um, what he's been talking about. Jerry Barton, of course, the former Premier League footballer, is not exactly over the moon with um, women being involved in men's football in terms of commentating and presenting and all that kind of stuff, being pundits and whatever. Um, it has caused a lot of sensation on, on the internet in particular. He's got quite a lot of backlash on it. One or two points that he made were maybe valid, but overall he's gone about it totally the wrong way and it's put people's backs up, quite understandably so, and maybe he needs to go and reassess exactly how he wants to address these kind of issues, really, if they're issues at all. I mean, Andres, what did you make of what Jerry Barton said? Because, I mean, he's not really gone about this in a sort of way to get a sensible discussion going, has he? Which is what maybe he we could do of having a sensible discussion about it, but not in the way that Jerry Barton's done it, have we? That's That's not the right way, is it? Um, maybe I know too less about this, but uh, why why did he start this discussion? What's what's his problem? Uh, there are there are experts, there are pundits uh, for men's and women's football, and uh, does does it really matter whether this is a man or a woman? Uh, 
the important thing is that the person who who, um, who is as a pundit who is working as a pundit on on TV that this person knows knows everything about the subject he or she is talking about. And if you have former professional footballers, players uh, like Alex Scott or Emma Byrne or Kelly Smith, I don't know who who else is working uh, on on TV, uh, Alan White or yeah. And they know uh, what they are speaking about. They they were professional football players. So why don't why why don't let them uh, talk about football, whether it's men men or women's football? And Joey Barton is he such a such a great player? Has he been such a great player that he knows everything? Uh, I had to Google his name to find out that, that he was was a good player. Yes. But I think um, yeah, Emma Hayes had, had a good reaction or comment in her press conference. And I don't know whether it was necessary to start such a discussion. We need we need experts. We need professional players that, that have ended their career. They know about the game. They know what they are talking about because they, they experience it themselves in, in the game. And uh, for us as viewers, this is enough. It, it doesn't matter for me whether it's a man or a woman talking about it. No, exactly. I mean, well, the, the, the only thing I would say is that um, we, we what we want is, as people watching the game, um, we want the best people for the job. I do, certainly. And, you know, I don't care whether they're man or woman, whether they're white or black, whether they're English or they're not. It doesn't matter if they're the best person to do that particular job. Now, there's plenty of men pundits who have been on the telly for many, many years, you know, the likes of Gary Neville and Jamie Carrick, all these people that are constantly, constantly on there. Are they are they good enough as pundits? Do we enjoy them enough uh, for them to say that they, they deserve that, that, that role still? I don't know. That's an opinion, isn't it? Because some people will like them, some people don't like them, and I think that's fair enough. But as someone watching football... All I want to know is, I, 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 personally, me, I'm not actually that fussed about the punditry. I don't really listen to it anyway. I know it serves a purpose and people enjoy it and that's fine. But for me personally, I'm not really that bothered. I don't care who's there in the studio. I'm not really going to listen to them anyway much because that's not what interests me. I like to have interviews after the game with the managers, with the players, that kind of stuff. I'm interested in that before the game. I'm not really interested in what ex-players have to say, whether they're men players, whether they're women players, whatever they are, I'm not really that interested in what they've got to say because it's just not something I like. But I know that there's a there's a reason for them being there, there's a role that they play and all that kind of stuff. But I just want to see the best people doing it, whoever they are. I'm not really bothered. Some of them I like, I enjoy, some of them I don't. And that's the same, I think, for everybody. You know, no one can tell me that they that they prefer the, the, the men pundits or commentators over the women ones because there'll be some of each that we like and we don't like. And I think that's all there is to it, really. And Jerry Barton, you're absolutely right, Andreas. Jerry Barton has made this issue for what reason, I don't know. It doesn't seem any particular reason why he's brought this up now, what the point is, whether he's trying to, whether he's been turned down for work doing it in a studio and feels that it's because he's a man he's been turned down. I don't know whether he's got that problem or not, I'm not sure. But he certainly hasn't gone about this in the right way. And what he needs to do is go away, really think about it all, um, and maybe get back into doing what he was doing before, which he was manager of Bristol Rovers, of course, um, most recently. So he, got, he maybe needs to just worry about that, worry about his own career and don't really worry too much about stuff that's got nothing to do with him in a sense that he doesn't employ these people. He's just like us. He watches it on the telly, probably, like we do. He's got an opinion on what one who he likes or he doesn't like, and that's fine. But that's as far as it should go. And he's, he's made a big drama out of it. And, you know, I personally don't 
really mind or, or care who's there. What I do want, though, I don't want people put on this put on the telly for the wrong reasons. They should be there because, as you said, Andrew, I said they know what they're talking about, and they can offer some sort of um, insight and they can offer some sort of opinion that we're not going to maybe get anywhere else, and that's fine. And if they can do that, I don't care who they are, as long as they can do the job they're meant to be, that they're being paid to do, that's fine. But, yeah, it, it seems a bit nonsense, really, but, you know, it's it's Jerry Barton all over, really, isn't it, I suppose? Um, Terry says, good evening, all in the chat. Good evening, Terry. Uh, rendition says, Jerry Barton's washed-up player, anti-woke, a grifter. Well, he seems to be. Uh, Greg says, Barton has never been very bright, a typical dumb footballer. Well, I, I don't necessarily put all footballers into, into the Jerry Barton category. When you look at his history in terms of, you know, assaults and being in prison and being banned several times from football, I don't think he's your typical example of a footballer. Certainly not a modern footballer. Um, maybe in the past he may have been, but I, I think that, you know the the profile of footballing has changed, hasn't it? And you know, but you, you're right. He's not. He's not definitely not very bright. There's no question about that. Uh, Terry says he's like a Gary Big Ears Lineker, a waste of space and missing the spotlight. Well, I mean, Gary Lineker's doing all right for himself. Maybe Joey Barton wants Gary Lineker's job. Maybe that's what it's about. Who knows? Um, Terry says all punditry is bullshit commentaries. Uh, is the way forward. Well, I, I don't listen to it personally. That's just my preference. But I understand as people do like it. And, you know, some people um, live their life off what they're told by Gary Neville, for example. They're constantly, uh, you know, re-quoting what Gary Neville has said. As though Gary Neville's opinion is the only opinion that we need to listen to. Whereas, quite frankly, I don't care what Gary Neville says. Um, but there you go. Um, but, yeah, so we don't want to really spend too long. But Jerry Barton, you're a bit of an idiot, mate. Sort your life out. Uh, you know, and worry about getting a job back in football somewhere as a manager or something. Not that anyone's going to have you now, I wouldn't imagine. But anyway, worry about yourself and let us carry on with what we do. Let everybody who works in football carry on with their job. Some of them are good, some of them aren't. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah, so that's sort of all that, really. Um, what we are going to do, though, is we're going to talk about something a lot more exciting, a lot better. And that is a fantastic game last Sunday, which Andreas was at. And his vlog was fantastic, but the game was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody was expecting the result in that way and of the performance from Arsenal was just, I mean, it was far above all our expectations, wasn't it? I mean, you know, we hope for a win. Uh, we're all a little bit, uh, well, apart from Terry, obviously, but all of us were a little bit thinking, well, a draw wouldn't be bad and maybe we can sneak it maybe by the odd goal and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, 4-1 flattered Chelsea in the end because we could have scored six or seven. With some of the chances, yes, okay, towards the end of the game, you know, Chelsea lost their shape a little bit because they were pushing on trying to get a goal and there was loads of space. We should have maybe made more of that. But um, the performance from pretty much from start to finish, yeah, just around their equaliser, we switched off for five minutes. They scored, they could have scored another one with that save that, uh, that Zinni made. But it was pretty much the perfect performance, wasn't it? It was just everything about what's great about this team in one 90-minute performance. It was just, it was amazing. I mean, to have been in a stadium, Andreas, that must have been something special to have been there to witness that performance. Yeah, of course. Um, the match itself, um, Arsenal versus Chelsea, is the biggest match in, in the WSL. Uh, second against uh, first in in the table and uh, 59,000 attendants in, in the Emirates. We all we all know what a fantastic stadium Emirates is and then filled with 59,000 and yeah, and the girls, um, yeah, they they followed their match plan. They were motivated. Uh, it was just fantastic. And uh, this, yeah, it it went from from 
from the spectators, from the attendants to, to, the, to the team and back, these emotions and everything was just fantastic to see. And, and uh, in the end, we outplayed Chelsea over 90 minutes. We were the better team. We were dominant. We, we deserved the win. And if, if it would have been a normal result, then 6-1 would have been okay. Because we had chances, uh, Stina missed a sitter, it, it must be a goal. And, and so were other chances when Chloe was, uh, was uh, going alone at the goal. Then one time she was too, too unselfish, the other time she, she should have done it herself. But uh, yeah, it was really deserved. And the 4-1 the is, is not enough to, uh, to show in, in figures how much better Arsenal was. Just for the Sam Kerr, uh, <laughs> did she play? <laughs> she was kept quiet uh, all all the match. Uh, Lauren James too. The only thing you saw from her was this this nasty action against Leah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Guru Wrighton came in second half. We kept her her quiet. She's she's a fantastic winger, and with her with her assists, yeah, our defense was fantastic. Uh, our midfield dominated and, and our attacking line was, was brilliant and always a threat for, for the Chelsea goal. Of course, um, anne Catherine Berger had, had a bad day. Uh, the second goal was, was her fault, the, the corner, and for the, for the penalty, she should have stayed in goal and not come out because Jess Carter um, made the tackle and, yeah, she, she made the tackle to the ball and then Berger coming out and, yeah, she... <laughs> she fouled, so uh, it it was a bad match from her. But uh, all in all, our performance was brilliant, and uh, yeah, I hope that that we can win. But I didn't expect us to dominate uh, Chelsea in the way we did. Just fantastic, yeah. And I don't think uh, that that one of our players had had a bad match. They were all just great, and and uh, to name a player of the match was nearly impossible. You could name four or five from our team and say. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> player of the match fantastic and uh, yeah the atmosphere was great and and i hope that in my match day block you could see the the emotions and the atmosphere and yeah at this time i met the friends from vienna before the match and interviewed them so uh, yeah i'm always trying to to transport the emotions and the atmosphere and this this time at the emirates was yeah <laughs> fantastic to be there <laughs> It was. I actually played your interview with your friends from Austria before the before the game on the show because you'd sent it through. So I actually put it on the show before we started the, 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 the game, which was quite good. So uh, that was good. But yeah, no, it, it was great to obviously you know to get other people's views as well. And I think everybody was wasn't expecting an Arsenal performance and victory like that, were they? Which um, you know everyone was expecting a tight game. Of course we were because you know it's, it's Arsenal Chelsea. It generally is a tight game. Um, but yeah, I mean, you talk about sort of player of the match there. Rendition says Palova smoked the entire Chelsea midfield. Yeah, I've got to be honest. I thought Victoria Palova was absolutely outstanding in that game. For me, I thought she probably was the player of the match. I know she didn't get it in the end, obviously, unless he got it for her two goals and, and her performance. But I thought Vicky in midfield, that was incredible, her performance, was it? The way she was winning the ball, running at the, the, the Chelsea midfield. Her passing was pretty spot on all the, all the way through. I thought, you know, she's getting better and better every game, isn't she? And that was, for me, that was almost the, the complete midfield performance. I was a bit sort of concerned, was he going to play Kim, Leah uh, and maybe Frieda Marnham and, and not play Vicky Plover? But he put her in there in a big game and, wow, did she rise to the occasion? She was brilliant, wasn't she? Yeah, it 
it was fantastic performance from her. I was a bit concerned when I saw in the lineup uh, Leah and Kim because they were out with injuries for a while. Uh, but uh, Leah was was also outstanding in in this match. You could yeah. see her her experience and and the way she reads uh, the game. Yeah, she was fantastic. Uh, um, then then I thought uh, Lotta was the player of the match. <laughs> she she bossed the defense. Yeah. She was yeah. She was. Yeah. I think she's she's growing also with with every match in this season and um, a fantastic performance and of course Alessia Russo once again her work rate and uh, yeah her goal <laughs> fantastic done uh, but passes and and yeah uh, from from wiki just great and and how she she goes in every duel how how she she wins the ball back how she protects the ball and then her passes her ideas how she she reads Everything in yeah situations in midfield, it's uh, it's like a young Kim Little. It's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, and when you see Kim went out injured, and yeah, we don't have we don't have a problem with this. It's yeah, it's yeah. bad, and, and we say, oh pity Kim injured. I don't want any of our players go out with injuries. But uh, this season, we can say, okay, then let's sub on Kyra. Let's sub on Frida. There's there's so much potential on the bench. It's uh, unbelievable and yeah, and great that uh, that this uh, fits together better. I mean, we had the same squad against Liverpool or against Villa, but um, yeah, they needed time to to find them as a team and to gale together the new the new arrivals. And now you can see from from one week to the next uh, how it gets better and better. And uh, yeah. Of course, I, mean, uh, I was happy for for Lassie that she got the award as player of the yeah, match because yeah. uh, she she had a, a difficult time uh, leaving United and coming to Arsenal, and how she is she is integrated and accepted from the team and from the fans. It's just great. I mean, I think everybody was excited that we signed her anyway. Even before we signed her, I was excited about the, the thought of signing her. So, you know, yes, she had a few settling in issues, of course. And it, I, I mean, I, I do feel a little bit, you're right. At the start of the season, it wasn't quite gelling, was it? There was, you know, you could see it wasn't quite working as a, as a unit. And now it is. And mm. it's, we're almost, we all, I don't want to say it, but we almost look unstoppable the way we're playing at the minute, the momentum that we're building up. And I think one of the keys to that, and it's not just a matter of one player, but I think Beth coming back, you know, since she started games again, suddenly we're going from narrow 2-1 victories that we're maybe struggling a little bit in to suddenly winning 3 nils and 4-1s and scoring more goals and being a threat. And I do feel as though that's a significant reason. It's not the only reason. No, of course not. We're not going to say it's just because of Beth. But I do think that's made a massive difference as well to the way that the, certainly in the attacking side of our game, how much better we look now with Beth in the team. What she, you know, she's scored three goals already. She's created numerous other opportunities. And, you know, you can see what, uh, you know, how great it is to have her back. And now she's right in form again. And she's back, getting back to her best. I know Viv's still struggling a little bit. We'll talk about that, obviously, when we talk about the Tottenham game. But it's great to have Beth back. And I, I do feel that's one of the big reasons why suddenly the performances have gone from narrow victories to suddenly now we're almost dominating games from start to finish. We're scoring goals. We could score a lot more and it's just fantastic, isn't it? Um, Wayne says, I wish we'd gotten six or seven because we'd be top of the league on goal difference. Yeah, we don't need to be top yet though, do we? As long as we're top at the end of the season, I do think that's a significant result anyway, beating them. 
and hopefully it won't matter about goal difference later on. But it would have been nice to have, it, regardless of goal difference, it wouldn't it have been nice to have won that game six or seven one. That would have just been, you know, wow, what a, what a result that would have been. We'd have been loving that forever, wouldn't we? I mean, Emma's face at the end was a picture anyway. Um, but if we'd beaten them six or seven, you can imagine what our response would have been to that. Um, Wayne says, uh, to be fair, last season I feel we battered and we just didn't put the chances away. Uh, we got the pennant when at the least slip. Yeah, it was a similar game, but last season we didn't get those second and third goal, did we, that we did on Sunday? And that's that's the difference, isn't it? In in those games, you can be on top all you like. If you don't get yourself two or three goals up against a team like Chelsea, you're always liable to for them to come back into it. Obviously, last season they did, but on Sunday they had no chance of dealing with what we were throwing at them. Um, Terry says, who tried telling me Chelsea was a good team and it was going to be a close game? Well, yeah, we all did, Terry, all of us. We all said it was going to be a close game because we all believed it would be. But we knew that you was confident, um, which, which is fair enough, isn't it? And Wayne says, I honestly don't rate Berger that much. Uh, Muzovic is much better, not just because of her World Cup and the fact I have a massive crush on her. Well, there you go. I mean, to be fair, I think Berger is maybe past her best now. I, I think, you know, mm -hmm. she's probably on the, on, on the way down, isn't she? I, I think that's obvious. Um so I was quite pleased that I, I agree with you. I was pleased that Berger played um, because she sort of rotates the goalkeepers a little bit, doesn't she, Emma? She, you know, Mosovic plays a few games, Katrina Berger plays a few games, and they, they kind of switch a little bit. So I was quite pleased that was Berger's game, especially as it turned out, as you said, she didn't have a great game, did she? Because she made a couple of mistakes that gave us goals, which was nice. Um, LG says that uh, Palovo should be a guaranteed starter. Nobody is better using their upper body strength than her. No, I agree. I think she's almost made herself undroppable, hasn't she? The fact that she was picked against Chelsea when everyone else was fit tends to suggest that she is now a guaranteed starter. And I think you're right. And we need her in the team. There's no doubt about that. Um, Terry says, yeah, to be fair, other than the Chelsea goal, we was absolutely spot on. Yeah, we, we absolutely we were. We can't fault the performance. So it was brilliant. Um, Rendition says that Pelova is such a good ball carrier. She can turn defence into attack so quickly. Yeah, she, exactly what she done. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, Jeff Oz says, uh, you're right, uh, Vicky was so good. It shows that if she gets played consistently, she'll be out of this world. She reminds me of Cazorla. Yeah, she's got like Cazorla about. Because she's, you know, got similar sort of build, isn't she? She's got that centre of gravity that Cazorla's got two-footed as well. So, yeah, you can kind of see that. Um, Rendition says, anyone else notice um, Naomi Germa was at the game Maybe uh, we can put in a cheeky bid. Well, we, we, there's lots of transfer rumours going around at the minute. Um, Terry says, does anyone still think Yon as the Arsenal god ain't the man for the job? Well, we haven't won anything yet. Well, apart from the Cartlinger Cup, this season we haven't won anything yet. Let's not get too carried away. But I've never doubted him anyway. Um, Greg says, uh, Russo, only 24 and getting better every game. Exactly, yeah. She is. Um, I must admit, at the start of the season, I wasn't totally convinced by her. I thought she was, you know, working hard. But did she have enough end product? But recently, she's been showing that, you know, her performances have been incredible. And there's no way we, we can doubt her now, can we? Um, and talking about incredible performances, <laughs> look who's joining us. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Not too bad. Sharing some of the sentiment from what's been said from the fans. It's been a good few days. Recovered from the jet lag and it's great to be back. So, yeah. Did you have a good holiday? That's the main thing. That was really good. Yeah, no, it was really good. It's hot. It was very hot, hectic and hot. So, that was good, yeah. Well, it's been freezing cold here, so we're glad you had a nice hot Well, it was 31 weather. degrees last week in India, so it's 31, so yeah, it's hot. Well, 
Yeah, well, we we've had, we had snow when you was away at one point. So there you go. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, you know, we can't do anything about the weather. Can we? It's not too bad at the minute, which is, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, I mean, so Chelsea was. Um, did you get to watch much of it? Because I know you were. Sort oh, of I did. There was actually a few hours after my plane landed. I got home about a quarter past seven, and yeah, it was first thing I was just going to rest. I just went to my bedroom and just watched the game. It was good, mate. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, fantastic! Good. Well, what did you make of it? Or obviously, it was great. Oh, wasn't it? The remarkable. I mean, where do you start? So many talking points. I don't even know where to start. Really. The first thing I'd say is, well, the first thing I've got mentioned is a performance. It was just off magnificent from start to finish. And let's be honest, it could have been seven or eight if we'd been more clinical. But that's being a bit unkind because, yeah, we pressed them so high. It was a remote reminiscent of that performance in the Country Cup final in March. I mean, we just took it to the next level. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah they all said the, Beth set the ball rolling, a magnificent bit of skill to sit down and leave three Chelsea players for dead and five <laughs> into the top corner. I know she says her. I know. I don't know why she says it. She says her left leg is for standing on. But if we had half the left leg that she had, I think we'd all be grateful. So yeah. So so, so no, that was a great finish. I would, and I'm left footed. So there you go. Oh, you're left footed. Oh, there you go. I mean, she says her left foot. <laughs> and even I'd like a left foot like like Beth. <laughs> it's not even her strongest one. Yeah, and um, well, yeah, I was a bit disappointed the way they considered a goal. I know they'd said old Kerr was involved, but you know, always those goals are always going to stand in this day and age because you know technology is not going to be there. And yeah, it was. It wasn't great. Well, that's one thing we've got to be careful of going forward is to be caught like that because, yeah, they were left massive gap in the midfield. It was a good finish from Bill Canaridu, who I think is a very underrated player. And then after that, we were just brilliant. Absolutely superb from um, the, the, then onwards. And, uh, yeah, it was, what was one all. That was one all. I can't even remember. Oh, yeah. Um, who scored the second goal? I'm struggling to remember now. I just got forgotten for a second again. Amanda. Oh, yes. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really getting Amanda yeah, from the set piece, yeah, of course. A terrible marking. It's also Emma's reaction. I was priceless, just nodding. And it was, yeah. Oh, I need to clip that actually. I need to clip that and play oh, yeah. it every single game. I was priceless, yeah. nodding ahead, conceding from a corner. It was just poor defending. And then the third goal was just brilliant. What a pass from Leo Valti with a left foot, the rare assist for her, but a finish from Russo. It just it says shades of a, a certain French legend from down the years. That was just open up a body, just fired into corner, and that set the ball rolling. And after that, they really had no answer. They were restricted to efforts from long range. And yeah, I mean, and then the fourth goal, okay, is it or isn't it? The Carter gets the ball, but then in the second play, you can understand why maybe it's not, but you can also understand at the same time why the referee's given it. And then, yeah, maybe who knows now? Having missed a few penalties, maybe Kim Moore to pass the baton over to Lessie and she starts taking the penalties from now on. Well, I don't know if she'll be having that. But let's see. Uh, no, it was good. It was a superb performance. And uh, yeah, it was uh, Chelsea's heaviest defeat, ironically, since we beat them 5 0 at Kings Meadow five years ago. So that's, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah, that's good to know. And uh, yeah, that was the performance side of it. I mean, as for the other things, well, I don't know if we have time to discuss them. But yeah, there's so much that went on in that game that you could uh, save it for a separate show. But yeah, no, first of all, the performance was great. And to blow them away again was brilliant. And now, having scored 16 goals, what is it, in the last four games having only scored eight in the first five yeah we're hitting peak form at the at the right time and yeah Spurs would better watch out tomorrow yeah I mean that is the one thing at this moment in time as Wayne says yeah uh, we've got so much goals in this team it's scary all those yeah. forwards and goal scoring midfielders plus Amanda with her headers and Jen, oh yeah don't forget Jen Beatty of course she pops up <laughs> yeah, um, but no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, Jaffa says, uh, Hey, Andreas, hope you're doing good. Now, I understand why Jonas cons consistently starts Russo ahead of Steena. Strong on the yeah. ball, hard work, very good in the air. While Steena is an old school number nine, yeah. I mean, I'm starting to, I mean, I, I love Steena, as you know, and you know, I, I think she should have more minutes on the pitch. 
But I'm starting to see now Russo deserves to start because they're all around. I'm not saying they both can't start because when they both started, generally we've won the game. They generally both score. So it can work with both of them. But yeah, obviously Russo is number one now. And you can see why. Just not. It's not only her goals. And, you know, she's got six this season. Steena's got seven. So, that, you know, there's not a lot in it in terms of how many goals they've scored. Yeah, Steena's had less minutes to get her goals. But... Um, but, yeah, I've got no issue with Russo start. I want to see Steena get more minutes on the pitch, though, because I think she deserves it. She's, you know, she's always a threat. You know, she should have scored against Chelsea. We know that. That's a big chance that she missed. Normally, I think she, she'd only just come on and she hadn't played for a couple of games because she'd been injured. I think she was just a little bit out of rhythm. Had she been playing a bit more regularly, I think she'd have scored that chance. Um, but, yeah, she's going to miss one or two. <laughs> of course she is. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh, the way it goes. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I've got no issue with Russo starting now. I just want to see Steena playing more than she is. You know, she came on, what, 15, 10, 15 minutes to go against Chelsea. She could have come on earlier. We were 4-1 up. Bring her on earlier. That's what I would have yeah, wanted to true, have um, You know, I've got... I, we're not going to question uh, Jonas at the minute, are we? When, you know, after, <laughs> after the run that we're on. Let's not question him yet. But just, just Jonas, if you are watching, just give Steena a few more minutes. You know, bring her on a bit earlier. <laughs> Bring her on a bit earlier because she's always going to score. We saw against Spurs the other night. She's always going to yeah, score. Yeah. So just, just give her more time. That would be great. Um, LG says there, we have now levelled up on these big teams like Chelsea and Wolfsburg. I remember in the dark Joe Montemuro when we had a lot of good technical players but often got bullied in the big game. Yeah, and I think we did um, in the first yeah. season under Jonas a little bit, didn't we? We got bullied in some of that. Chelsea in the FA Cup final, Wolfsburg in the Champions League. Um, Barcelona as well in that Champions League season. But you're right, we've we've changed that now. We've got some more physical players in the team. Obviously, Vicky that we've mentioned, she gives us that more physical presence in midfield. And you can see that we've addressed those issues. And I don't, I wouldn't fear us now. You know, I know we're in the Champions League this season, but I wouldn't fear us playing anybody, even Barcelona now. I feel that we could give anyone a game. I'm not saying we beat them. I'm not necessarily saying we could beat Barcelona. But I wouldn't fear playing them in the way that maybe two years ago, we, we knew if we, when we played them in their group stage, we knew they were probably going to beat us twice and we didn't think too much about it. Whereas now, I think we could really give them a game. And who knows? I'd like, uh, hopefully next season we will play them because I want to, I would like to get some revenge on them for those games. That we, uh, <laughs> Um, but we'll see. Terry says, uh, uh, are you three going to tell me it's going to be closed on Saturday? <laughs> we'll, come on to, we'll come on to Saturday. I, knew, I was saying to myself earlier, Terry's going to say it's going to be 10-0. You know what? Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if we play that with it against Chelsea, it's anyone's guess. Um, Jeff, I says, we really need to talk about Leah Volti. Uh, she reminds me of Edu. Uh, very hardly spoken about, but she's so fundamental in that team. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a player that beats press very comfortably on the ball. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Matt, who um, he hasn't been on the show for a while. I know Leah Vaulty is his favourite player. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't say she's necessarily underrated. But, yeah, she doesn't get spoken about as much as some of the other players in our team. I mean, Leah Vaulty is she's a brilliant player. There's no doubt about that. And even more so, you notice it when last season, the season before in particular, when she was injured at the team, we really missed her. And that shows how important a player she is. Now we've got maybe a stronger midfield option. So I'm not saying we don't miss her, but we're not going to miss her as much now. But she, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, Andreas, Leah Vaulty, she's incredible, isn't she? She's still yeah, doing it every week now, isn't she? Week in, week out. I said it before, uh, she had a great game and uh, not to forget uh, she was out with injury for mm. two or three matches and just was one match back and then then uh, playing this big match against Chelsea, yeah, she was uh, fantastic. 
and the the way she she controls the ball i think she's she's the best holding midfielder in in europe at least uh, uh, this this number six position she's playing i don't see any better player in in women's football in europe uh, yeah it's great to have her and um, her, her experience i mean she's she's now uh, i think the fifth year in the wsl uh, you see that that she she learned a lot and uh, yeah, I remember that she said she had her problems when Jonas came to to adapt his his style or what what he wants from her, and you can see that she has improved in these two and a half years with uh, Jonas, and uh, she was yeah, immense and and so important for for the match on on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, um, I wanted to say uh, one word to, to Alessia Russo taking the responsibility for the penalty. Uh, this yeah. also shows how she is settled in the team and how her self-confidence yeah. has developed. Because uh, you all remember, uh, she missed the penalty in the Champions League qualifiers. Yes. And yeah, and uh, now uh, taking this responsibility when when Kim was not on on the field, uh, it could have been um, Katie or uh, for for a few moments I thought that Beth has had taken the ball and uh, will Beth take the penalty. And then, uh, yeah, stepping up and and saying, "Oh, I feel, I feel that I can score, that I can make this penalty. Give me the ball." This uh, very, very good sign for her self confidence and for for yeah, the way she settled in the team. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Better. <laughs> and I mean, and the fact that she put it away with such confidence as well. Yeah. You know, no goalkeeper was ever saving that right in the corner at that pace. It was a brilliant penalty, wasn't it? So, um, but yeah, no, taking that responsibility is, yeah, it was, it was a big thing. Um, I say Dan did put a question a bit earlier, so we'll bring that up now. He says, do you think Arsenal have knocked Chelsea off their high horse since they in Europe yesterday? Well, that's an interesting point, isn't it? I mean, obviously, a, a, a bad defeat like they suffered does mm. knock your confidence, doesn't it? It's, it's difficult to recover from that. You know, we, we've had it in the past ourselves when we've been beaten heavily. And it is difficult. And obviously, they didn't have the best game last night. They only drew and a game they should have won. I mean, maybe it's going to be the end of an era anyway, isn't it, with Emma leaving at the end of the season? But is that is that end of an era coming a little bit sooner maybe than, than we anticipated? I mean, Emma, what do, you, what do you make of that? Do you think that maybe... This defeat against us has really knocked the stuffing out of Chelsea, and they might not. They might find it difficult to recover. Well, you know what they're like. They know they refer to mentality monsters. You don't think they'll go on a bad run. I know it was a bit surprising. Front, uh, they there's a fail to score. When's the last time they failed to score at home in any game? But yeah, they've had a few like that. Yeah, they've had a few results like that, haven't they, in the past? But they, they don't make it consistent. The thing is, they, they, why have they been champions for four years? Because they always find a way to win. The thing is, though. Bristol away on Sunday will be a test of where they're at. It's only a three days to recover from that game. And, you know, mm. I'm thinking if we can be in big tomorrow and put the pressure on them, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't put it past Bristol. Bristol have been impressive this season. They've shown plenty of fight. I don't think they're going to roll mm. over and make that easy for Chelsea on Sunday as well. So I wouldn't say it was to say it's maybe a bit too early to say we've knocked them off the high horse. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, how would I say it? We'll have to wait and see because, yeah, then they've got Christmas break after that and, uh, and it, it remains to be seen they're all more than capable of going on a run and you know just and you know doing what they do best but yeah i mean it's good to see that maybe they are not as invincible invincible as everyone thought and uh um it remains to be seen what happens and said the bristol won't be in uh, an easy game for them and we'll see what happens after christmas break Gen will they sign will they look to sign anybody in the gen- january transfer window as well um I, who knows but um 
yeah, it certainly it certainly made shaken things off and shows. Even though I said last week, you could see with the defence that the, even though they've been blowing teams away, they were still vulnerable at the back, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, we showed against us. I, I had a feeling. I said two one, possibly even three one, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it could have usually been more, but it remains to be seen. But certainly, it's good to see them that at least uh, they're going through a testing period, which you haven't often been able to say over the last few seasons, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously, from our point of view, we'd love it to be the end of the Chelsea dominance because, you know, they've had it their own way far too long. And <laughs> we've been in their shadows a little bit for the last few years, not obviously historically, but certainly in more recent years. So the, the sooner that comes, the better, as far as I'm concerned. I do feel as though Emma announcing her retirement at the time that she has yeah. would have caused some sort of unsettling um, inside the club. I'm sure it would have done. It, it must have done, you know, with the players with the coaching staff and everybody else. I do feel as though that's maybe yeah. done us a little bit of a favour. And I also feel as though what she's going to want to do, Emma, she's going to want to win the Champions League before she goes, I think. And she's, they're going to throw everything into that. And that might mean they may become a little bit more vulnerable in some WSL games, which might help us. You know, the FA Cup might help us to win the trophies that we want to try and win. So, but let's see what happens. But yeah, you're right, absolutely right, Emma. Bristol City won't be easy because they gave us a, a tough game they have been very competitive and Chelsea are coming into that game on the back of two disappointing performances, disappointing results. Um, maybe the Christmas break might help them because they've got a chance to regroup. If they were playing game after game on a bad run, they've got the Christmas break. It might have come at a good time for them, perhaps, or it might actually be a bad time for them because, you know, they might come back even worse. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting, though, isn't it? Because in January, if they're going to buy players, they're going to be players that Emma wants. Uh, Emma's not going to be here after the end of the season. So that's going to be, who can they buy? And uh, what's their transfer policy going to be in January, if they're going to buy anyone at all? Because if a player's joining Chelsea or are interested in joining Chelsea, they're going to be meeting Emma and Emma's not going to be there for very long. It almost seems like, I don't know, it'd be a strange time to join Chelsea, I think, as a player. Um, because of that, the fact they don't know the new manager's going to be. Are they going to fit into the new mm. manager's plan? You don't know, dear. It's very unsettling. So I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do much in January, actually, which, again, might be in our favour, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe that, that's going to be something that we can enjoy because, you know, the Chelsea downfall would be quite something to behold, right, from our point of view. We would quite enjoy that. With but I thought the funniest, uh, sorry, quick, I thought the funniest thing from the other day was when, in, uh, the, honestly, not only, the funniest thing I also found from the other day, not only just Emma's look, but did you see when in, interviewed afterwards, Said, what's the best part about today's game? Yeah. And she goes, oh, I've only got a twenty-minute drive home. That was just so yeah. funny, yeah. so funny. That, that was I wonder, I wonder, I wonder who arranged a cab home for her. Was it, was it our great shiny night, Jonas? Who knows? But anyway, it was, yeah. it was quite funny to hear that. No, you don't often see it like that. But no, she was absolutely, she was in a, she was absolutely just shell shocked almost at the way we. She acknowledged though, to her credit, yeah. she's, uh, she was very humble and honest about what she said. But mm -hmm. yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, she's always very humble and us. We'll definitely miss her. But um, no, it's good to at least uh, finally get a couple over after all the dominance that she's had, uh, she's had over us. But no, that was definitely the funniest bit of the game. That yeah, was good. Just how, how they were hurt by this uh, match, by yeah. this result, or the way the way they lost. Uh, this yeah, this yeah. Uh, the self confidence, and as you said, Richard, uh, of course, Emma's big uh, aim is to win the Champions League, but they had. Yeah. A yeah, not the best start to their group, and they were under pressure against Hacken yesterday. Uh, at home, they should win against this team, yes. and then, mm -hmm. then you have this one four against uh, a big team in the WSL, and now you must win in Champions League. Ah, and they didn't score. I saw uh, the highlights, they had a lot of chances, of course, they were the better team, had 
yeah. it looked as if they had more more control over the match, but they didn't score. And and if if players like Sam Kerr or Frank Kirby or so uh, don't score for a few matches, then their self confidence is is lacking a bit. And uh, don't forget, uh, they are missing Millie Bright in defense. Very true. Very true. Yeah. No, we are missing Leah Williamson. But uh, yeah, to, to be honest, this is a big uh, a big player for them. And if they miss Millie Bright, they are not so organized in defense. Yeah, mm. this is uh, also uh, always uh, one more uh, small thing. Uh, yeah, bad start in Champions League. Now uh, lost one four against Arsenal. The pressure in Champions League, uh, lacking self-confidence, uh, missing Millie Bright. So, uh, Emma Hayes is leaving. She's maybe a bit thinking mm. a new job. She was uh, during the last uh, international break. She was in the US uh, to meet her new team. Uh, it's it's uh, so a lot of small things that that are helping us. Yes. Definitely, definitely. Exactly, yeah. I, I, I say I think there's a there's a few issues going on at Chelsea. You know, the fact that Emma's leaving as well, the reasons for her leaving are quite significant as well. And yeah, I think maybe, uh, yeah, I think maybe it's it's time for Chelsea to say goodbye to winning trophies, and we're just going <laughs> to and we're going to go on and, and win all the trophies that they were. They've been winning for the last few years. Um, Greg says there, uh, Chelsea are overconfident. They believe they're better than what they are. Man City should have beaten them as well. Yeah, well, Man City should have beaten them because, you know, they had nine players in that game and they played about 25 minutes of stoppage time until Chelsea scored. Um, so, yeah, they should have lost to City. Obviously, we've absolutely hammered them. And, yeah, they're nowhere near the, the dominant force that they were. Yeah. But... They've only no. lost one game. Let's not let's not get too yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've only lost one game. There's, you know, we're only level on points with them. So if they're this terrible team, what does that make us when they're still ahead of us on goal difference or whatever? So you know, we need to keep our feet on the ground a little bit. But yes, it does look as though the Chelsea downfall is maybe starting now, and it might take a little while to actually really kick in. But we, the good news is, we're there now. We, we've got this magnificent squad of players. We're yeah. playing some amazing football. And we're ready to take on, you know, and if whatever happens this season, if, if we do win the WSL, if we win all three trophies, for example, and, you know, I don't want people to say, oh, it's only because Chelsea were in um, this issue with Emma leaving. No, we, we would deserve it. We've won with the football that we're playing at this moment if we carry that on. And with the squad that we've got, you know, we, we'll be doing it on our own merits. It won't be nothing to do with Chelsea not being as good as they were. It'll be us being stepping up a level and, and showing how good that we are. And I think that we, we need to make sure we don't lose track of that and don't, don't just like blame Chelsea not being as good. You know, it's because of how, how good we are. That's the same on Sunday. Chelsea didn't play very well, but they weren't allowed to play very well because of how well we played. And Absolutely. that, to me, is the thing. You know, I don't want to look at oh, well, Chelsea was bad. That's why we won. No, we no, won. Absolutely not. We bad <laughs> because of how well that we played. Just, just, one, just one other thing I thought I'd raise on that. I think for the first time as well, I think for the first time it's been thinking about this all week. I think for the first time in a few years, it's it's it's, it's evident to me that I think our, our squad, man for player for player, is actually, for the first time you could say in a few years, is actually better than Chelsea's now. Having seen the Conti Cup <laughs> final, having seen even the games we lost to them last season, we still played really well even with all the injuries. And, and, uh, yeah. and that said, Sunday was a culmination of that. And you could see the frustrations boiled over. Okay, I, I know a lot of people say, okay, Lauren James shouldn't have been racially abused, but she was very lucky not to be sent off for that challenge on Leah Valti. That was boiling over. That was the frustration boiling over from that game. She's done it in the World Cup. The referee, mm. if that had been seen by technology, she might have been sent off. 
I, I, I don't condone. I'll never condone racism. I'll never ever condone racial abuse of a player. That's just plain wrong. And Leah Valsi acknowledged it in a tweet that I saw from her yesterday. But you can mm. see they, they, they have that in them. And also the fact that we managed to keep their super sub, for example, Aggie Beaver Jones on the bench as well, was it was testament to Jonas's tactics. So there is definitely whilst there's a shift in momentum, and you can never rule Chelsea out. Um, it's 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 fair to say that now the momentum is with us, and now we have to just keep it going. That's what we've got to do, yeah. We've got to keep it going. That, that's key now. You know, we can't afford to let this slip. You know, we've got to just... Yes, it's a shame the Christmas break's coming to spoil our momentum a little bit. We've got one more game first before that. But, you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. And, I mean, yeah, Lauren James has got that. You're right. She has got that temperament issue, hasn't she? You know, yeah. as you said, in the World Cup. I mean, what she did to Leah Balti on Sunday was... You know, there's no real excuse for that, is there? There was no reason for her to do that other than it was just sheer frustration. And she could have really injured her badly. And I, you know, yeah. that's not acceptable. Yes, no one should, you know, that shouldn't mean that everyone's right to give her abuse online and stuff like that. No, of course they're not, you know. But she needs to understand that she can't go around behaving like that on the pitch. It's not it's not acceptable to do that. You know, the World Cup, she got punished and it cost her um, a couple of games in the World Cup. And it yeah. should have it should be costing her a couple of games in the WSL as well because she should have got a red card for that. Really, that was that was yeah, well, not was, a nice was, at all. You know, and fair play to Leah Walty actually for coming out and defending her because Leah Walty was the one on the end of that challenge that could have got a serious injury, and luckily she didn't. Um, but yeah, Aggie um, Beaver was also on the receiving end of a challenge that <laughs> when she was at Everton last season, now she's at Chelsea as well. So there you go. I bet they've had some fun in training, haven't they? <laughs> Yeah, Terry says, Salty knows the tide was turning last season. Well, I think she started to feel that it might have been. Um, yeah. Absolutely, but let, let's wait and see. Let's not, I said, let's not get carried away quite yet. The downfall hasn't quite happened yet. It looks like it's just in the very early stages. Um, Jaffa says, uh, with all that being said, I still think we need left-backs and centre-backs. We are a little bit short in that area, especially how we have been conceding goals. I don't think we should spend big on herbs. I mean, you've got to remember, Leah, uh, Leah Williamson, sorry, is coming back soon, probably February. So that's one of these centre-back situations sorted out, isn't it? I think Amanda and Lotta are, are, are good. I think they're starting to get a good partnership. If we saw it the other night against Tottenham, which we'll talk about in a minute, that maybe the backup centre-backs, I mean, I think Leah is a new player and he's starting to settle in, but um, that is an issue. But I think we're covered when Leah's back, so I'm not overly concerned about that. Um, we've got two good left backs, you know. Stefan and Katie can play there, not a worry there at all. The right back's a bit of a problem in terms of Nal Moritz and then Katie McKay's having to play right back, not a natural position. Laura's not going to be back for a while, so maybe a right back, a temporary right back, might be something in January. But I'm not overly concerned, um, about defensively. I mean, talk about Mary Earps. I mean, Wayne says there, is it true about Mary Earps to ask in January? No. I don't think it is. And the reason why I'm saying it is Tim Stillman is normally very reliable at these things, as basically said, as far as he's aware, there isn't no, there's no movement on that in January. So I'm kind of tending to think that, you know, Tim's normally right about most things like that. So um, I would say no, not for January, end of the season. There's talk of us buying that Wolfsburg goalkeeper now, isn't there, actually? Um, <laughs> like Whether that's actually real or not, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but... Um, anyway, um, we've got Rajendra in the chat. He says, hi, well, I'm at the match tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. That's going to be great. Um, nice booked as a Tottenham Hotspur member, as I did last year. Is so good. <laughs> oh, so you're the well, that, make sure that you, if we score, when we score, you'll have to cheer and make sure they know that you're an Arsenal <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. That looks good, actually. I mean, you know, what a great game uh, to go to as well at the Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, we won there last time we played. I'm sure we can win it again. 
Um, not a problem at all. Um, Lee's giving us two pounds. Oh, thank you much, Lee. Must appreciate it. Hope we smoke Spurs tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Well, we're all hoping that, and I'm, I'm sure we will. We'll talk about that game in a bit as well. Uh, Magenda says, um, got to get better seat for 25 pounds. Only 25 pounds, why? You'll be right up in the uh, you should be getting free, like you should get the uh, MR, the uh, Andreas treatment there with your Andreas uh, <laughs> bag and that, shouldn't you? If, you, if you're paying 25 pounds. Um, there you go. Uh, Terry says, Enium agenda, late twice in the same week. Come on, mate. Well, he, he was late the other night, but, you know, yeah, we, let, we let him off. He's been buying his ticket for Tottenham. No, that's fine. He's allowed to be late for that, isn't he? Um, that, that's absolutely fine. Uh, Terry says, it can't be true up to Arsenal in January because there's no way Andreas will be able to keep that news. It's exactly, yeah. I mean, if, if Andreas doesn't know it's happening, it's not happening, is it? Yeah. Um, so there you go. Jaffar um, says, I absolutely agree with you guys. We made Chelsea look absolutely awful. We bullied them in every area. The only highlight I saw from Sam Kerr was her confrontation. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Oh, yeah, that she was, was holding funny. up the score was... in the window. Oh, I, how many I, trophies I, it was. She was holding up how many we'd scored. <laughs> no, I thought that was how many touches she got in the game because I don't think she got more than four, <laughs> did she? So, I think she's still, she's still in Amanda's back pocket now, I think. Um, anyway, um, so I don't know what she was laughing about, really, because, you know, she, she got absolutely bossed in that game. I love she? the banter. She's great, though. I love the banter. Well, yeah, I mean, it's fair play to a lot. I mean, she was outside the Arsenal pub and everyone was giving her some sticks, I suppose. Yeah, you know, she showed up four like that. She's holding how much we'd scored. She's telling us how many we'd scored. She's telling us how many That's what scored. I thought it was, yeah. I was saying how many touches she'd got in the game. Yeah, you know, I, think, I think she wanted to say that uh, they won four uh, titles in a yeah. row. But uh, <laughs> nobody <laughs> saw it like that. Yeah. You, you can't put four fingers up when we've just scored four past yeah. you. You know what I mean? That's just not going to work, is it? It's just not going to work. Really. Um but anyway, I mean, it's it's, it's all good fun, isn't it? Emma's face, the twenty pounds for the taxi home, and then that, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So yeah, it was a good day all round, wasn't it? Really, it was a good day all round. Um, now, of course, after after the high of uh, of Sunday, the brilliant, brilliant performance, everything else that went with that game, we had to find ourselves back down to earth on uh, on Wednesday in the Continental Cup, which was actually an important game. We needed to win a lot of changes to the team, and in the end, it turned out to be um, quite an exciting evening. <laughs> Obviously, I've put the picture of Jen Beatty's penalty on just for Terry, really, so he could uh, you know, see, see Jen Beatty putting that penalty and, of course, the winning penalty in the end, penalty shootout it was. I mean, it was, it was a strange game in many ways because I kind of agree with, with Jonas when he said he thought overall it was a good performance. We just made some poor mistakes defensively and conceded some really bad goals. And then we had to make it... 10 times more difficult for us to get the result that we needed. But we showed great character. And we could, again, a bit like Chelsea, we could have scored seven or eight goals with the chances that we created. Uh, Tottenham defended quite well, to be fair. They put their, their bodies on the line to, to block shots and get in the way and all that kind of stuff. But we certainly dominated the game. Um, we were just made to punish and for the mistakes. And again, I think it's because, you know, Leia's a new player. She's still settling in. She's had a little injury issue. You know, we know, you know, as much as we, we love Jen, Terry, don't get the ump. We love Jen. But, you know, she's maybe <laughs> does lack a little bit of pace. I thought she was at fault for two of the goals. Or yeah. she could have done better with two of the goals, certainly. So, you know, and that's just the way it is with Jen B, isn't it? You know, that's just the situation that she is. But she's not going to play much in the WSL, unless we're really short in terms of injuries, she's going to come in for these sort of games, which is good. I mean, she redeemed herself for the mistakes with that brilliant penalty at the end. But, but yeah, and I'm not, I wasn't overly concerned because that isn't a defence that's going to be playing very often together, is it? So I wasn't, I mean, obviously, Andreas, we don't want to concede three goals to Tottenham. We, we don't want to even give them a point, a draw. We wanted to beat them. But 
I wasn't I wasn't too concerned about the goals that we conceded because it wasn't a main defence, was it? So I mean, what did you make of it overall? Because we I thought we did play pretty well, didn't we? Overall, we we could have scored a lot of goals. Uh, in the end, um, you must say uh, job done. We needed to yeah. win or or <laughs> or a draw and and the, the extra point from penalties and we did it. So. Um, the table looks looks good, and we now only ha only have to beat Reading uh, to win our group, and then we are through uh, to the quarterfinals. So, yeah, in the end, it was it was okay. Uh, but um, as as last time, uh, I said uh, ten changes. It's it's too much. Uh, it it was, yeah. In fact, it was a new team and a team that has never yeah. played together in in this combination. And this was what you could see, and the defensive errors or yeah or the weakness in defense yeah you can't say anything against the players uh laia godina hasn't got a lot of minutes so far uh due to to reason of injury or not having settled in and um, as a defender as a center back you need to play minutes with with your with your other defenders with your partners yes. in in center back or with the goalkeeper and so uh, yeah, this is is difficult, and we know the the pace problems from Jen. It's yeah, we know this, and uh, it's okay. But uh, conceding three goals against Spurs is is too mm -hmm. much. Um, yeah, fortunately we scored three, and in um, <laughs> yeah. winning the, the shootout, yeah, it it gave us the one point we needed to to win the group if everything goes normal. Yeah, so. Uh, Players get minutes who normally uh, don't no. play or, or get only a few minutes in in the WSL. So it was okay. If it if it was a Champions League group stage match, I don't think that uh, Jonas could have changed uh, ten positions for for such a match. So it's yeah, it's good good to be in Conti Cup this year. Uh, yeah, I mean we've got her first start. Uh, we saw that she needs more, yeah, more minutes. She needs, yeah, to be back on the pitch, back in the team. We know what she can do and how important she can be, but uh, she has still a way to go. I think Beth is is far far ahead of her in in this uh, rehab situation. But it's good to give to give Viv uh, a start after a year and. Yeah, there are other players like Kyra who, who uh, started again, and uh, yeah, Chloe yeah. could start. So, yeah, it was good to to give them minutes, but I think ten changes was too much, and so you couldn't expect uh, the best performance. But we've done it, and now we will play our best team uh, tomorrow, and then everything looks different. I hope so. I mean, you're right. I mean, 10 changes is a lot of changes to make. Yeah. But what the way I looked at it was, and, and yes, I, I, before the game, I was concerned about the defence, obviously, with, with the fact that they haven't played together before. And I was a little bit concerned about that. But what I saw was, I saw basically what was essentially our second 11, if you like, you know, our reserve team, if you want to put it like that, and using an old school kind of phrase. But <laughs> yeah. what, what I looked at it was, I looked at that team that we started on Wednesday and I thought, that team's good enough to finish in the top two offering a WSL. And that's our second team. They are good enough to finish. You look at the, the attack that we've got. Chloe Lacatz, brilliant player. Stina Blackstenius will score goals as she's proven. You know, she's a first-team player, really. Chloe Lacatz is as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, Viv, 
needs minutes, yes. But I mean, we know how, what a brilliant player Viv is. She's going to get better with more minutes. We know that it wasn't her greatest game. We'll, you know, I'm sure she'll admit that herself. She needs. She's not looking sharp enough yet for match play. So, um, but you know, that's a great front three there, isn't it? You know, in midfield, yeah, Katarina Cole gave the ball away, but she yeah, showed she some did, nice yeah, as well. Yeah. She's a bit young, still learning. You know, she's a bit raw, isn't she? So she's going to get obviously Kyra. Yeah. She'll walk into most teams in the WSL. Let's be honest, she's a yeah, fantastic yeah. player. You know, absolutely brilliant. So we've got no, uh, we've got no um, concerns about her, have we? Um, you know, Frida Marnham always good for a goal. She's a, a starter uh, quite often as well. Do you know what I mean? And this is our second team. This is our <laughs> second. Team. And these are all players that are top quality players. You know what I mean? Yes, defensively we, we have got some issues there, the depth wise at the moment. Leah Williamson back's going to help with that. But I think if, if Leah Cadena's playing with, say, Lotta or with Leah Williamson, not a problem. I think if if Jen Beattie's playing with Leah Williamson, not really a big problem. A slight no. issue maybe on that, but not a major problem. You play Leah Cadena and Jen Beattie together, that's a problem. But that's not going to happen very often. So I'm not worried about that in particular. No. I put everyone else in the team, I thought that for a second eleven. That's a strong second. Yeah, we should have beat Tottenham. And they, they what, fifth in the WSL, fifth or sixth, whatever it is, you know, and we should have won that game without those defensive mistakes. So I, I'm not, I actually thought, what I thought from that game was, we've got two teams that could be in the top three and get in the Champions League. We've got two starting 11s that are good enough to, to do that, I think, with those, with those players. Um, we just, yeah, made some silly mistakes. And if you do that against some decent players, you know, Jessica Naz had a great game, took her goals really well. Yeah, Martha Thomas is always going to score, isn't she? You know, she's top scorer at WSL. So, you know, you can't allow those sort of players those chances because they will take them. Um, and they did. But, but yeah, um, I, I came out with that feeling actually what how much, how, what a strong squad we've got rather than looking at it. Okay, yeah, some of them goals were terrible. They were, absolutely. But as you rightly say, Andreas, we're going to hopefully see a different 11 tomorrow and it should lead to a slightly better defensive performance anyway. <laughs> yeah. We'll score goals, no problem. But yeah, we should be a little bit more solid, um, solid defensively, certainly. Uh, LG says there, uh, Cool needs a loan to a lesser WSL side. I don't see her getting in the main starting 11 soon. No, she's not going to get in the main starting 11 soon. Absolutely, she won't do because look at the competition that there is Kim Little, Vicky Pullova, um, obviously Leah Balti that we mentioned already. She's not going to get in ahead of any of them, is she? She's not. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know about I'd like to keep her in the squad though because I think she's learning a lot. With us, I'd like to keep her. Yeah, she could do with playing more minutes. I agree, and maybe that's what we're looking at. But um, I don't know. Uh, Terry says uh, we picked up a lot of our girls tonight. But what a player, Kyra Cooney cross looks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, every time she plays, she's pretty much player of the match. She's always giving it to before we start. Every single week, it's the same. She, she is brilliant. There's no doubt. She settled in amazingly quickly, and she's still only young. She's 21, is she? Something like that. I think 21. Yeah, in incredible, incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, Regenera says there, it shows that she needs match practice um, and 20 minutes per game when we have one. Uh, yeah, it's about Viv. Yeah, she does. Absolutely. She needs minutes. Yeah. S sometimes, though, it's difficult, isn't it? So, I think with Viv, I think the match circumstances dictate whether or not you can bring her off the bench or not, I think, at the minute. Um, but yeah, she's going to start the, the, the Continental Cup games. She, she'll get minutes in. I mean, hopefully she'll get some minutes tomorrow at Tottenham. But when she comes back in January, I'm, I'm sure we'll start to see her play more and more minutes. Involving herself more, and I'm sure she'll get back to a, a, a top form as 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 um, as best done. Um, Terry said, "Cool, look good in the first half, but yeah, in the second half, well, she gave away that goal at the start of the second half, and I think that knocked her confidence a bit, didn't it? Perhaps after that." Um, 
Wayne says, yeah, that pass from Thomas to break two lines for Naz was a great assist. Um, yeah. Still feel like we could have dealt with it. But yeah, exactly. We could have dealt with it better, yeah. In, in the build-up to that as well, I'm, I'm, you know, on both of those two goals, actually. that I mean, Jessica Naz had a decent game, took the goals well, but yeah, we should have defended them better. Uh, Greg says, after we've boiled up at half-time tomorrow, Biff could get 45 minutes. Well, potentially. Let's hope we are boiling up at half-time tomorrow. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I mean, Emma, what did you make of the Tottenham game in midweek? Because obviously, we, we did just as that, and so we got the job done we needed to do in the most dramatic way possible. But <laughs> I wasn't too bothered really about I thought we played well, and we're not going to make those mistakes very often, are we? I know it was a nice change lineup, and as you say, we know it's not a centre back player you're going to see too often. I did expect a lot of changes, but I mean, it was just going to get bring on the guys of the. Almost caught. I don't know how we'd refer it to it. It's almost like our front four is just so reliable. I mean, it's as good a front four as we have, but um, yeah, I mean, it's still good to get one over them. It would still have been <laughs> no matter how you, you still don't want to lose to them, even if it's a cup game. I know, of course, no, tomorrow's yes. going to be even, even bigger, but no, I mean, it wouldn't have as much bearing as tomorrow on it, but no, it's, it was always good to get one over them. Yeah, the goals we gave were sloppy. I know I did see the second half, I watched the highlights back yesterday. They're good going forward and for chances. I mean, Katie McCabe almost called you absolutely yet another. Yeah, I think we're a pick of the bunch for the ones he scored for us this season. Kyra's delivery from set pieces is great. Who knows? Maybe we found a better right sided set piece taker than, than Beth, who would see in from the left, mm, or yeah. from Kyra from the right, Beth from the left. So it's good, though. And we rather gives us options um, along with Steph whipping it in from the left, so or even from corner from corner kicks as well so no it was good to see as you said the centre-back pairing which we won't see very often a bit frustrating with the goals that continue but they always show fight they always look like they were going to get back into that game and yeah it was good to get one over them in the shootout and uh yeah i mean whilst there's absolutely no bearing on um on tomorrow's game it's uh it means that we hopefully won't have to rely on one of being one of the two best runners up in the group two by getting the bonus point it means we won't have to rely on being one of the best two runners up to qualify for the quarterfinals and to win the group is always nice so yeah, it was good to get one over them, and uh, hopefully, well, hopefully, we hope, like last season and previous matches, that uh, um, <laughs> our bomb squad, as I like to call them, with the for players we have up front now, is uh, is going to do the job for us tomorrow. So yeah, it'll be good, but it's always good to get one over them. Oh, it is, yeah, and I mean, you know, the, the fact that it's almost like you know, it's almost like we were saying at the top. Look, it's all right. We'll give you some goals. It's fine. We'll still beat you. We'll let you have some goals as well, just for fun. That's what it felt like a little bit, didn't it? And then we come out every time they score. It's like, we'll go and get one. You know, Steena scored straight away after they scored. Then they scored a second one. And we went up the other and got another one. It's like, okay, whatever, whatever. We'll just let you score. It's fine. Uh, but obviously, we won't tomorrow. Tomorrow's more serious, isn't it? We're going to obviously That's take crazy. that more seriously. Um, LG says, uh, this might seem crazy to some people, but I strongly believe that the Arsenal Ooh. women's team See, I actually 100, a million percent agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Look at the squad that we've got. And, you know, we'll just put it this way, right? To to maybe make LG's point even more strongly, if Arsenal men's team were to make 10 changes to their starting lineup, yeah, would they be capable of getting a free all draw against anybody? No, they'd lose probably. Well, you saw what happened against West Ham in the Cup, I suppose. So it's a fair point. Exactly. Whereas Arsenal women can make 10 changes. We're playing a WSL team. They're not, you know, they're not a terrible team, Tottenham. They're a decent enough team. And, you know, we should have won the game. And we would have won the game for one or two slightly better defensive um, decisions. But, yeah, Arsenal men's team, he, he, when we played the other night in a game that didn't even matter, he made, what, four or five changes to the team. And we still struggled. Imagine. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. 
much a, a much point, better squad. Yeah. No question. Yes, it's different. The game's different. The money's different. All that kind of stuff. We understand all that. The contract situation, everything else, right? You can't really compare them. But I want to understand agree. At this moment in time, the women's team, it, it, I wouldn't even say power, miles better in terms of squad depth. Mm, That's yeah. what the women's team is sorted. The men are still short. We are still, look, we're on the bench, we're short of Especially game going forward, definitely. No, going, there's no yeah. question the men's team definitely needs a striker. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, Rajendra says, yeah, it's Spurs way of getting more supporters for their team by only releasing 3,500 tickets for Arsenal itself. It does seem crazy that, you know, We'll have to look at we'll have to look at the Tottenham game tomorrow. But yeah, the, the fact they only give Arsenal three thousand five hundred tickets, we could have sold fifteen thousand five hundred. Really? Yeah, in the little away Crazy. section, the, the Premier League away section in the corner. That's where the Arsenal fans are. But it's like we could have sold fifteen thousand or more. Let us sell what we can sell because they're not going to sell out, are they? It's the ground's going to be half empty, and it, it, where we could have filled all those seats if they'd given us a bigger set, given us that whole section behind that goal, the upper tier as well, all of it. We would have sold that out and they'd have got another 10,000, 15,000 fans in the stadium. Why didn't they do that? Crazy. Anyway, we don't care. We don't want to give them money, do we? We, we need to worry about ourselves. Um, says, yeah, I don't agree with loaning uh, Katrina Cole. We have literally been begging for squad depth. Now we have quality depth all over the pitch. Uh, the fact that we came back three times of a second team says it. Oh, no, I, I agree. I, I wouldn't loan Katrina Cole just because I think she's learning a lot where she is. But she does need to play more minutes for her own... Um, benefit as well. Uh, anyway, Regenda says, yeah, a ticket is so much better value for the women's team. I can get a better seat. As well. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing as well, isn't it? At the moment, the ticket prices for the football that you get, it's it's not even a comparison, is it? You know, I would I would, I would, would rather, I would actually pay more money to watch the women's team than I would to watch the men's team. I would actually pay more to watch the women's team. I would, because it's much more enjoyable. Um, but yeah, the, the price of the tickets. I almost feel like I'm... I'm I almost feel bad for only paying, say, 12 quid for a ticket to watch uh, Arsenal women at the Emirates. I almost feel bad about paying that little because it's worth a lot more. Um, but anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, LG says, don't forget, two seasons ago, we were flying in the league. Then we unnecessarily drew with Spurs 1-1. Yes, when Viv scored that goal, you're right, we did. Um, I think we're a different team now. I think we're a different animal now. And I don't, I can't see us making that mistake. Tomorrow. Well, we'll see, possible, but I, I can't see us making that mistake. Uh, Greg says Spurs played virtually their best eleven against us. Yeah, they did. Exactly what I'm saying. We were we were always playing with them, weren't we? Here you go, score a few goals, get you some confidence for the weekend, and then we'll go and rip them to pieces. Come on. Yeah. Um, uh, Wayne says, uh, I think the women's team is more equipped to win the league than the men's. Uh, yeah, and I think you have to bear in mind as well. Obviously, in the men's team, there is that Manchester City team that are quite good. You know, so it's a lot more <laughs> difficult. I mean, yes, the Chelsea team in the women in the women's game are good as well, but you know they've won the league four times in a row. But, I agree. I do think the women's team, with the squad that we've got, we're much better equipped to win trophies than the men's team currently. I, I understand agree with that. I don't think there's any about that. Um, rendition says, imagine being outnumbered by your rival fans in your home ground. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, that's probably yeah. why they didn't want to sell us any more tickets because they maybe feared that that was going to be the case. Um, the Denver says, Spurs also had our academy players. Yeah, they've got one or two. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Naz, um, Jessica Naz used to play for like, the Arsenal Academy. That's right. Yeah. She played for the first team as well, didn't she? A couple of games um, back in that uh, early career. Um, so, you know, we've we beaten Spurs once. Well, we kind of beat them, I suppose. We'll, we'll take it as a win, won't we? 4-3, uh, we'll call it. Um, so we've beaten yeah. them once this week and we're hopefully going to beat them twice this week because we are playing them again tomorrow, as we said, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. <laughs> I 
So I'll say the um, this is this is the more important game of the two. Um, the WSL game we have to win, obviously, having beaten Chelsea. The fact that Chelsea are playing Sunday as well means we've got the chance to go top tomorrow. Not only can we go to Tottenham and win, we can go to Tottenham and win and go three points at the top of the table at the same time. Yeah. So there's that added kind of um, extra bit to it as well. Not that we'll need any extra incentive. <laughs> Tottenham, we shouldn't do, should we? Let's be honest. Um, now, obviously, with the in terms of the, the team, obviously there's going to be changes from um, Wednesday night. Several changes, I would imagine. Do you, do you think Andreas is going to go with ten changes again and pick the Chelsea team uh, against Tottenham, or will there be maybe one or two keep their place from the other night um, that maybe deserve it? You know, Kyle Cooney Cross is the is the most obvious one to start. Maybe. I mean, what do you think the team will be? Because we've got so many options, it's almost impossible to pick a team, isn't it? Yeah. It's difficult to say which which eleven is our best eleven, but uh, um, yeah. Anyway, um, who who is playing? It it doesn't matter. Uh, they they will be motivated. It's the last match before Christmas break and the chance to go top of the table and to put pressure on Chelsea for the first time in this season. Really put pressure on Chelsea that they must win uh, in a difficult situation on Sunday when they are three points behind us. And uh, we should we should really grab this chance. Uh, I think yeah. Kim Little won't start. Uh, she she had uh, yeah, slight problems, but uh, um, when when I read correct, then it's not a serious thing, uh, as Jana said. But I don't think she'll start. So uh, probably Kyra will keep her place. Uh, Leah, Kyra, and Vicky uh, in midfield. I think uh, changes in defense. Yeah, we will start with Lotta and Amanda again. Pretty yeah. sure, and uh, probably uh, Katie on right back and uh, Steph on left back if, if she's fit. Yeah, and uh, and the attacking line, uh, Caitlin, uh, Leslie, and and Beth. Yeah, <laughs> but it's difficult, difficult uh, to, yeah, to, say, uh, to say the other players are you have to start from the bench. Uh, it's so much quality in the team. Uh, but uh, don't underestimate uh, the opponents. Uh, Spurs, Spurs, uh, yeah, they won self-confidence with scoring three goals against Arsenal. Uh, for them, it doesn't matter in, in the first line that it was it was the number yeah, the number two team or the B team from Arsenal. They scored three three goals away at Arsenal. So they will say, oh, why why shouldn't we score two, one two or maybe three goals uh, at home? And maybe Beth England uh, is coming in. She was on the bench after her long injury break. Uh, she's always good for a goal. Uh, yeah, don't underestimate them, but grab the chance yeah. to go top of the table. And um, yeah, it would be fantastic to to have another uh, decent win like like the one against Chelsea. This would be great. But um, yeah. go on. What's your score prediction? What's your score prediction, Andreas? Prediction is three-one. Uh, we are three-one. Uh, we, we are always good for. For conceding one goal, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, clean yeah. yeah. was was an exception of the rule uh, in, against uh, was it Brighton uh, or what? When when we Brighton West Ham, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean sheet. No, uh, we will concede one, but uh, we are strong enough to score at least three goals, even if it's away. So I say three-one for us, and uh, yeah, that that would be really okay. Job done. Being top of the table, I would be satisfied with this. Absolutely. I mean, I, I always say the same thing. Any win will do me. One nil, I'll take. I'm not, I'm not bothered as long as we get three points. 
because um, yeah. I, I yes, goal difference is a factor, but I don't think it's going to come down to goal difference this season if we win enough games. So let's just win the games. But yeah, I mean, um, I mean, yeah, three one would be would be decent. I kind of agree that we may well concede a goal just because you know they've got some goal scorers, Tottenham, haven't they? You know, you said Beth England is is a threat. Um, Martha Thomas has scored a lot of goals this season, yeah. so they've got a goal in Tottenham, haven't they? They definitely have. Um, and we do tend to concede quite often. So, yeah, you imagine Tottenham will score, but we should have far too much going forward, you know, not only with the team that starts the game, but what we've got on the bench as well. We already mentioned that some of them played the other night. You know, it's, it's incredible the depth that we've got. So, yeah, um, I would say that you're probably right. Um, Jeff, I said, I'd play the same team against Chelsea. The only change would be Cooney Cross. But, yeah, I've got a feeling that's probably what we'll end up how it'll end up being, if I'm honest. But, you know, who knows with Jonas? He, he throws a few things in sometimes. So come on, Andreas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I knew Terry would think it was a little bit conservative. But anyway, you know, we're not that. But, oh, look, Greg's, Greg's going big. Greg's, Greg says, we'll win 7-1. Have faith. Wow, 7-1. That would be magnificent, wouldn't it? Um, let's see if that happens. Rendition says 8-0 goal difference padding. Well, again, that would be great as well. But it's a North London derby. And, you know, whatever we... However much better than Tottenham we are, and we know we're a better yeah. team than quite a mile, it's still a North London derby. It's still away from home. And I still yeah. think that it's not going to be quite as easy as... It'd be nice to win 8-0, but I, I personally don't think it'll be quite as easy as that when it comes down to it, because it never is. You know, games are more difficult than you yeah. think. Um, so, Emma, what are you making in this, uh, this, this game tomorrow? And obviously, we should win. We need to win. Uh, and we should win fairly comfortably. But North London derbies can be... Difficult games to predict sometimes, can't they? They can, they can, but you have to. They were doing well until let's say a couple of weeks ago. I mean, look, um, I mean, everyone thought they would turn the corner, but then you look at the last two results, they continued seven at Man City, they could not handle Bunny Shaw and they didn't look like scoring against Manchester United. They were bright in patches again, they scored, they were found wanting, and ultimately, they couldn't handle Mallard, they could handle um. Latoon and Nikita Paris over, and uh, I just I, th I think they're just going to struggle to handle if we uh, handle Beth and Leslie and Caitlin and Vicky if she plays well, they're just all all, all in sync right now. And I, I you see that's yeah. it's concerning. They've considered 11 goals. I know they took us well deep in midweek, but I feel that like we can if we can be a bit more clinical, we can absolutely take them to town. And you know, it was nine goals last season, five one away, four nil home this season. In the past, we've been a five one in the cup. And yeah, we've, 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 it, I know they're an improving side, but I really feel like a big scoreline. It's not like me to predict this, but I think I feel a big scoreline coming tomorrow. I think we can beat them 6 1 tomorrow. Oh, 6 1. Wow, Emma was going big. I'm confident <laughs> because that's fantastic. fantastic. They can't well, I mean, think that midweek game we should win a 6 1. Well, there you go. So, um, agrees with you. I think 6 1. Um, so, I mean, to be honest with you, I think. You're right in the sense that we know we're much better than them individually and as a team collectively. And they have had a couple of poor results, haven't they, in the last uh, couple of league games, as you mentioned. You know, they've had a couple of big beatings. Yeah. And you do feel as though if we go 1-0 up reasonably early, then it could be a long afternoon for them, couldn't it, actually? And we could we could score a lot of goals, absolutely. But, you know, I always I'm always a little bit... Um, I'm always a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say worried about away games, but I think when you play away from home, it's a lot more difficult. You know, Bristol City made it difficult for us. You know, we got a job at Brighton, 
done late on again. It was 1-0 for ages, wasn't it, until the last five minutes or so. So, you know, I expect the away games to be difficult because they generally are. And I'm not expecting this to be any less difficult because it's Tottenham. In fact, it might be more difficult than some of those ones. Um, but, yeah, of course, we, we should win. And if, if we can get an early goal, then we could score a lot, I agree. Um, I'm not quite as confident as Amar. I'm not quite as confident as some of the some of the pictures in the chat. I'm maybe slightly more confident, Andrew. I'm going to go four-one. I think we'll win four-one uh, because I, I think we've got so much quality in that attacking third of the field that Tottenham won't be able to live with that. But yeah, I think we will give them a go at some stage just because we. Do, that's what we do, don't we? Stefan um, says there that background team photo from Andreas deserves a treble. Is <laughs> a, a very nice photo. <laughs> The latest team fire, very nice indeed. It is. Uh, I'm absolutely right. Um, where are we? LG says Vicky Pallover is a better player than Ella too. Well, I'd agree with you. I would absolutely agree with you. I think she is a better player than Ella too. I don't think there's much doubt about that at the moment, the way she's playing. I mean, Ella Toon's not been in her best form, has she? So um, Terry says, I'm going 15 0 if Super Gem plays. If not, 1. Well, Super Gem's not going to play today, is she? Let's be honest. After the other night, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too upset if she doesn't play, just because you know she wasn't she wasn't great defensively the other night. Although, if we get some penalties, bring her on for some penalties because she can stick a penalty in, no problem at all. Um, but Daniel says the women have been getting better and better uh, now, playing uh, as good team. Uh, we're getting used to the players' playing style, and Pullover now has shown a great increase in quality. Absolutely, yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean, the, the team's gelling, everything's fitting into place, it's clicking. We're, we're playing some great football. We're pressing high up the pitch. We're playing with energy. We've got quality. We're dominating midfield now with, you know, with Vicky in there, you Kyra in there, you have Leah Walty in there. We're just, you know, apart from that defensive area of the team, we don't have a real weakness, do we? And when Leah Williamson comes back, we're not even going to have a weakness there either, are we? Let's be honest. So, you know, it's looking extremely good. But I'm going to go 4-1 tomorrow morning. I tomorrow lunchtime. I think we've got far too much quality. And if we score more than that, I'll be obviously it'd be brilliant. But I'll I'll take a four-one, I'll take a three-one, I'll take a one-nil. Until we get the three points done, um, and uh, yeah, I'm sure we will because we are the better team. As we we showed that the other night, didn't we? We did. We were the much better team, and that was with our second eleven. So imagine what our first eleven is going to do to them tomorrow. It's going to be great, isn't it? Um, but let's see. Um, I think what Daniel says about is he thinks that in, he's in the Tottenham section. And he reckons there's like about 10,000 Arsenal book tickets in there. So that would be good, won't it? Imagine that. There's going to be, be more, there will probably be more Arsenal fans in that stadium than Tottenham. That would be great, won't it? Um, Jeffos says, uh, is Lena Hurting injured? Yes, she is injured, yes. Um, he said, yeah, we need to have some conversation yeah. about her. Should we cash in on her? Because I just don't see her having a future at the club. I mean, the, the problem Lena Hurting's had is, one, she's had a lot of injuries since she's been at the club. So she, she played two or three games here and there. She gets injured. She comes back, plays two or three games, gets injured. She's not had a run in the team. And I don't know. Yes, it, it's not looking great for her, is it now? When you look at the other players that are miles ahead of her now in terms of who's been playing while she's been out, she's not going to get in the team, is she? So maybe it could be time to say, sorry, Lena, you know, it hasn't quite worked out for you. Um, and maybe, yeah, maybe it's time for her to move on. But while she's injured, there's not much we can do, is there? She needs to get fit first. Um, and then we'll see. I mean, I think she's a useful player to have on the bench to come on occasionally. You know, I think she can, you know, she showed against Leicester. She came on, took a goal well. Um, she scored a goal in the Champions League qualifiers. I think she's got some quality, but yeah, it hasn't worked out. And 
yeah, no. it's a shame because I, I think she could be a good player, but she she she, she does remind me a little bit of Kai Havertz. I've said that before. Um, uh, and Kai Havertz is playing regular games has got has got into it now, hasn't he? He's got going, and maybe she could yeah. if she could play regular games. Yeah. But she's not going to get regular games because one, she's injured, and two, we've now got players who are ahead of her in the, in the squad in the team. So no, would, would you sell her, Andreas, or, or would you want to keep her and get her fit and see what she can do? Yeah, I would keep her. I mean. Uh, last season, we saw uh, how important it is to have a squad depth. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, that we must uh, do something to, to have more more depth in our squad. Now we have it and, and we shouldn't uh, start selling or loaning our players. Keep them uh, in, in the January window. Uh, the season is, is quite long. We, we are in three competitions. We want to, to win three competitions. So uh, we need every player and uh, give Lina a chance, um, yeah, I hope for her that she can be uh, fit for more than two games in a row, because uh, yeah, every player needs needs to be fit and needs to uh, be rolling in, in yeah, to come in best form and best condition, and she never had the chance, and it, it's not her fault, she was, she was uh, in the training camp for the Swedish national team and got injured there. So, yeah, yeah. it's just that's the bad run she had, and uh, I wouldn't sell her. Give her the chance uh, to prove her her worth for the for the team in the second half of the season, and then I think her contract will run out in twenty four. I think, and then yeah, maybe uh, we will part ways, and she will we look for another team. But uh, I wouldn't sell her or loan her. And the same with with Key with Catherine Cool. I would keep her. We need the squad depth. We will be happy in, in April and May uh, to be able to rotate with, with such quality players. Yeah, I mean, I think after last season when we saw out, we didn't have any players left at the end, did we? Because of all the injuries that we had and the squad depth wasn't as good. And yeah, now we've got such a good squad depth. We need to... I, I agree. I wouldn't necessarily get rid of her now. I think we need to get her fit. And we need to... She needs to play more games. Like you said, she needs to get more than two games about getting injured would be a start, wouldn't it? And then we can see. I think she's got quality. It hasn't quite worked out as yet, but I, I got a feeling at the end of the season she may well move on just because she's not going to be a regular pick, is she, even if she's fit at the moment. So um, it's not like we've got the Champions League games to throw into either. We, you know, we might have some Continental Cup games in the new year, or well, we will have, hopefully. So, um Rajendra says that we need a better goalkeeper. Yeah, we probably do. And that's why we're after a proper goal, a better goalkeeper. Sorry. LG says, who do you prefer, Erps or Frohms? Oh, that's an interesting one. Andreas, obviously, you'll know a lot about um, Frohms, won't you, from uh, from a Wolfsburg um, days. What, what, who would you prefer out of those two? I would prefer Mary Erps. For me, she's the best keeper in Europe. Um, if we don't get her, then Mel Frohms would be a good choice. She's, she's uh, very, yeah constant level playing at Wolfsburg and <coughs> and uh, very rarely uh, making mistakes so she, yeah she's she's a uh, yeah very loud uh, goalkeeper she organizes her defense and uh, with a lot of self-confidence for the national team she played very well uh, yeah she would be a good choice too but if I I should decide I would say uh, take Mary Herbs. Fair enough. And I would you pick out of those two if you had a choice? 
Um, so she couldn't be registered. Um, if if anyone leaves in January, there's a possibility she can get registered then. Or if we buy somebody, then the new player will probably get registered if we're going to buy them in January. So no, Geo isn't registered, so she can't play, which is the same. Um, Greg says, Earp's another free transfer to us at the end of the season. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's not going to happen in January. No. Uh, yeah, at the end of the season, I think that's when it'll happen. Because I think Manu, as we've mentioned before, is probably going to go back to Germany, isn't she? Due to her personal life circumstances. And I think Manu Zinsberg is going to probably leave anyway at the end of the season. So it would make sense to buy Miri upset, wouldn't it? Or or Frohn's, or whoever it might be. Or Van Domselaar. Let's let's not rule, rule out Van Domselaar completely, because I do like her, but... Yeah, it's probably going to be one of those two, more than likely Mary Earps. And I think we'd all be pretty happy, wouldn't we, if Mary Earps walked through the door um, next season. I don't think we'd have to. Terry uh, says, uh, Mill Lioness's keeper looks very promising. Uh, I don't know too much about her, actually. She don't know, we played because we played them last season, didn't we, in the um, FA Cup? Um, yeah. No, season before it might have been, actually. Um, I, don't, I don't know too much about her, actually, but there's obviously better goalkeepers than her knocking around, isn't there? Um, Anyway, so Tottenham we're going to beat them. Of course we're going to beat them. It's Tottenham. We're not going to not beat them, are we? Let's be honest. It's going to be good fun. Um, so, yeah, we look forward to that game tomorrow. 12 o'clock kickoff, actually. So, it's an early one. Um, so, I'll be here about quarter to 12. I'm doing a park run in the morning and then coming back and getting ready for the game. Right. Right. You have a good park run on Saturday when there's no football. I'm not playing football tomorrow, so we've got to be a good park run, um, which will be good. Amar, have you got a question for us today? Yeah, I've actually been thinking about it all week. So, yeah, why not? Right. The highlight of the show is about to come. I've got my pen, I've got my bit of paper, and we're going to do this. So, take it away, Emma. What have you got for us this week? So, after her double against Chelsea... Leslie Russo has now scored more goals for Ar- has sorry has scored as many goals for Arsenal as she did against Arsenal playing for Manchester United. Is this true or false? Oh! In all competitions, not just league games, but in all competitions, she scored as many goals now for Arsenal as she did against Arsenal playing for Manchester United. She scored for us. Uh, you're you're also counting these uh, in Champions League qualifiers. Oh no, no. So not Champions League qualifiers. Just in oh, the, the league. league. Yeah, not not qualifiers. No, no, no. Ah, okay. I, I would say then, um, it's not true. I would say it's the same amount. So you're saying it's true? Well, no. I'm saying it's the same. Now she scored the same for us as against us. Yeah, without so, changing yeah, so you're saying it's true, then, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, so you're saying true. What are you saying, Andre? Oh, you were saying we didn't go false. <laughs> I thought uh, she scored one more against us. Well, as far as I'm aware, I think she scored four goals against us, isn't it? One was in the Conti Cup um, quarter final in January 22. She also scored against the league last season, once at the Emirates. And once at Borumwood in the one all draw it just after the Conti Club. So yeah, I think she scored four goals for Manchester United against us. And then four now for Arsenal. So yeah, the answer's She got the same. Yeah, same number of goals. So there you go. Just uh, hopefully many more. I hope many more for us and even 
It'll be interesting to see if she does celebrate against uh, United, but uh, let's see. But I think she's, uh, yeah, so the answer is I, I would still count the goals in the Champions League qualifiers because they're kind of official yeah, goals yeah. for the season. But yeah. in terms of, yeah, the domestic competitions, it's four, it's four for us and four against us. So the next goal that she scores for us puts her in front, puts us in credit, her in credit for us then, when the next goal that she scores, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. Um, the yeah. says it, it was false, she scored more for us now. Well, yeah, if we, if we didn't count well, it, yeah. um, he says otherwise false, she scored more. Uh, for May, well, it's, just, it's actually the same, exactly the same amount. Funny enough, LG's gone with true as well, uh, which it was, uh, which is good. Um, just going back to Manu Zinsberg, LG says, Where would Manu play in Germany now? I don't see a starting for either Bayern or Wolfsburg. Um, I don't know, actually, Andreas might help us. Would, would you reckon there's a team in Germany that would take Manu Zinsberg and should play regular form? Uh, I could only imagine if Merle Proms uh, comes to us, then uh, the number one spot at Wolfsburg would be free for Manu. Uh, but uh, I don't think that Bayern will, will go for her. She was in Munich, and uh, she lost her, her place to uh, Laura Benkert and before she, uh, in the season before she came to Arsenal. Uh, uh, in Frankfurt, it's Dina Johannes. Uh, she's in, in the national team, the squad. And I don't think she will go to, to a weaker team so, but I read this week uh, that uh, there might be a potential deal with Scandinavia. I don't know about uh, about the personal stuff. Uh, why her wife uh, doesn't want to, doesn't want or or, or cannot uh, move to England. Maybe maybe they can move together to to Sweden or Scandinavia. I don't know. But I think it's personal reason that uh, that Manu wants to leave, and uh, she posted today in I think in. Uh, on Instagram, that her wife is uh, in London for two or three more days, but that's uh, that's not for the future. If you are married, you want to to be together all the time, and not only yeah. a few uh, after a few weeks for two three days. Uh, yeah, this this could be possible if Froms leaves Wolfsburg, then number one spot there would be free. And but if yeah. Wolfsburg, does Wolfsburg want Manu? I don't know. It's it's difficult. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe Scandinavia might be the answer to her, to her issues. Maybe we'll have to see. But I, I do think at the end of the season, she may well be leaving us anyway. And we will be getting a new goalkeeper, whoever that happens to be. We'll have to wait and see. It's going to be exciting times coming up, I'm that sure. Will be, yeah, it will be, for sure, yeah. It'll definitely be exciting. Now, we've got a, we've got a rather tough question from Jeff Isle says there. Without bias, me, Brian, or Leah Williamson. Leah Williamson all day long because I love her. Yeah, I know. I love Millie Bright. I think she's a great defender, but Leah Williamson's got everything. She's a great footballer. She's great on the ball. She's a great organiser. She reads the game well. She's a great defender. I think she's. I think Leah Williamson's the best in the world in that position. Yeah, so I'll yeah. for Millie Bright, as good as Millie Bright is as a, as a defender, as an out-and-out, one-on-one defender, she's brilliant, Millie Bright. But Leah Williamson offers so much more as well. In terms of her ability on oh, the yeah, ball, yeah. So, me, I, Leah I don't even need to question it at all. 100% Leah Williamson, no fault. I mean, Andreas, no, agree? yeah, I think so. I think so. So, uh, always, always Leah Williamson. She's <laughs> not only a defender or, or center back, she's, she's a midfielder, she's, uh, she's a leader in the team, and uh, um, Millie is good, but uh, you see in, in the Linus's team, uh, Millie and and Leah, this is the perfect uh, match. Uh, so, but uh, yeah. 
yeah, I, I would always go with Leah if she's fit yeah. again. I reckon yeah, you should absolutely. try sticking her up front sometimes and see how she does there at all. <laughs> but she can play for anywhere, let's be honest. She's just a great footballer. And I think that if you're a great footballer, you can play in any position. It's not going to make a lot of difference. And I do think Leah Williamson is. No, there's no think, I think she's the best in the world at where she plays. And I don't think there's a better player than her in the world. So, yes, Leah Williams all day long. Um, Mind you, she, so, she yeah. has that. I don't know if you agree with me, Rich, but I think she reminds you a little bit of Tony Adams, the way she leads the team and the way she commands that centre-back position. She has all the hallmarks of Tony Adams about her. She, she does. Although, um, yes, I think she's a much better footballer than Tony Adams was. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, maybe she does more. She's more like, and again, you, totally different eras, but maybe Bobby Moore. Um, oh, yeah. that sort of a defender because he kind of he was a good footballer wasn't he with the yeah, ball yeah. at his feet as well and I would compare her obviously they both lifted a trophy for England the only two captains to do so in yeah, whatever true. actually so they've got a link there but I do think actually the way that they play is quite similar if you're going to compare her to any former England player I would say more likely to be Bobby Moore personally but yeah. um, I, I don't care she's the best that there is and I can't wait to see her playing again obviously um, but there you go um, uh, Daniel says Wilbur well, Moy has been improving oh, compared to life but yeah oh, 100% absolutely, oh, absolutely yeah she is um, but she's still she's still a little way off uh, Leah Williamson that is yet you know she, she'll probably mm. never get there because how can she well, Leah Williamson is, is one off is a one off um, Terry says there uh, Millie Bright over the hill, she's a Chelsea. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, she's, 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 you know, she's, she's, you know, getting towards the end of her career, but she's still a good defender, isn't she? Come on, yeah. she's still good. Um, so, um, LG says, I disagree. There's a Mappy Leon, Irene Padiras, and Magda Eriksson, really right. Yeah, they're all good. I'm not saying they're not good. I just think Leah Williams is better than all of them because of she's not just a defender, is she? She's not, no. that's not just the one thing that she can do. She can do. She's so good with the ball. And most, yeah. most central... Yeah, I'm not saying, you know, obviously, uh, Paredes is great with the ball as well. Magda Lilia Eriksson is okay with the ball. But um, I think that Leah Williams is better than all of them, personally, overall. But maybe I'm just biased. I don't know. But anyway, I, I do think she's the best. Um, but yeah, we would definitely take her over Millie Bright. Absolutely. 100%. Um, looking at the Chelsea team at the minute, I don't think there's one player out of that Chelsea team I would take over any of ours. Yeah. No, of course not. Of course not. Maybe Sam Kerr, but then it's, would, would I rather have Sam Kerr than Steena or Russo? No, I don't think no, I would actually. No, 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 you can no, keep no. Sam Kerr in her four, whatever she was doing. You can keep that. We don't want that. Exactly. <laughs> just a quick one just another idea came to mind about goalkeepers I, I tell you he was a free agent I, I, just an idea that came to mind what about the former Wolfsburg goalkeeper Schult because she's she's quite experienced would she make a good fit maybe for Zinsberger asked no I don't think that she's no. on that level no. again uh, she's she's given birth to, to a child again oh, fair enough fair enough just an idea she had already twins now she has another ah, okay, another baby and um, yeah it's it's more than a year that, uh, since her last competitive game. I don't know whether she will return to professional football. No, uh, and, it's and, tough. and then it's, yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. Sorry, I mean, no, that's a good point. Yeah, no, it's difficult because there's a dearth of really good goalkeepers. But yeah, I mean, I've had a few names in my mind as well. But it's not as if Barcelona, like for example, would let somebody like Sandra Panios go. But it's difficult to find. Find a really good goalkeeper out there, and uh, but I think we should be happy with what we got. But maybe we do need to strengthen in that position. 
I think next season, yeah, I think we will do. And I'm sure, we, I mean, Mary Earps does seem the most likely. There's so much talk of it for the last year. So I'm sure we will get her eventually. Um, Terry makes a good point there. He says, and Leah can play the piano. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, can she can. Yeah. So, you know, that was brilliant. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, that was fantastic. I jokingly, um, tweeted, is, I jokingly tweeted after that, oh, are you taking any bookings? Well, no, she didn't answer me. <laughs> Oh, okay. you know, she'll probably get there to answer you. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah, Muzovic is maybe one from Chelsea that we could maybe look at. She's not a bad goalkeeper, let's be honest. Um, no. LG says, Leah is phenomenal on the ball, but as an actual defender, what? she's overrated. No, you see, in, in the Euros, in the Euros, right, she played in defence in a competition that England won, conceded two goals in the whole tournament, and she, had, she, didn't, make one, she didn't have to make one tackle. That's mm. because she reads the game. She doesn't have to fly into tackle. She's always in the right place. Yeah. So I actually think that she's a better defender than people think she is for that reason. You know, it's easy. If you're a central defender and you're flying into tackles and winning all these tackles, maybe like Millie Bright does, you think, oh, what a great defender they are. But they're out of position in the first place. If you've got to make last-ditch tackles constantly, you're not in the right position. Leah Williamson very rarely has to make a tackle because she's always in the right place because she reads the game. So she's actually a better defender than anybody gives her credit for. And she's got the extra bonus of being one of the greatest players on the ball. You know, that's why I'm saying she's the best player in the world. At what She's the best at what she does in the world. No question. Absolutely no question about it. No uh, one's no one her awareness, her, yeah, sorry, go on. Her awareness, she doesn't, she doesn't, you very rarely, in fact, I can't even remember a, a situation. She does not fly into a challenge. She's not reckless no, in any way, shape, or form. No. She's so reliable. She's so reliable. Yeah. It's because she reads, because she reads the game, Emma, that's why. She's in the right position. Yeah. She doesn't have to make Second a tackle. To none. Second to none. She anticipates and she just steps in, yeah. wins the ball. That's what she does. She's, Second to none. She, yeah. She's not an overrated defender. I think she's oh, an underrated no, as a defender. Yeah, she's made she's made she made your mistake here. And of course, everybody does, but you know that doesn't yeah. distract away from the fact that she is the best no. at what she does. Actually, um, Greg says Sanko <laughs> will be close at the end of the season with Hayes. Yeah, I think you, you might be right. I think you might well be yeah. right. Actually, I, I won't be surprised. Um, rendition says Maldini Wise World once says, "If you're doing last ditch tackles, you're doing it exactly. Yeah, you're in the wrong position. Absolutely, you're in the wrong position." Um, LG says uh, she just stood there letting Kerr and Wismuth. Yeah, but you oh, see, come on. I don't think. She I mean, yes, the, the one the one with Sam Kerr in particular, she held her hands up to that afterwards and said it was her mistake, right? And I think it was. Which game was and that? Was it the top final? Which game was that? No, the, the, the equaliser last season at the Emirates. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that, was, that was a good ball as well by Chankovic, to be it fair. It was a good ball. I, you know, but, you know, Leah admitted her mistake afterwards and I thought she was at fault for that goal. And I think maybe in, in the air, she isn't necessarily the best in the air. I'll, I'll give you that. In the air, she's not necessarily the strongest. I'm not saying she's weak in the air, but she's not the strong. That's not her strongest um, aspect of her game. Everything else, she's absolutely quality on. You give, I'd give her a ten out of ten for every other part of her game. Maybe heading, maybe an eight out of ten. She's a little bit off on that. And yes, on those two occasions, she, she had, you know, she wasn't great. I agree, but you can't look at two goals to concede and say, well, that means she's no, not, she's no, no. great defender. How many actually, look at all the goals that she stopped. <laughs> you know, she stopped one hundred and fifty thousand more goals than she's let in like that. So, you know. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody's been culpable for a goal. Every single player oh. in the world has. How so, many? You know, how many goals would you say down the years that she is actually? I say, oh, she's made the mistake. She's actually hardly. Yeah. And, and and it's yeah, funny yeah. they speak yeah. of Maldini. I was thinking about it the other day. What would her nickname be? I would call her. I'd refer to her as the Milton Keynes Maldini. Because she's that yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, I, I mean, she's. I, 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 
you know, I, I won't ever work, have bad words about Leah Williamson. I, no, I exactly. Not only yeah. is she a magnificent football player, but what a great role brain. model she is as well. Footballing for brain is amazing. Her brain, her footballing brain. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go on. Sorry. She, she should. She should be like you know if. Anybody that wants a, a female role model to look up to, yeah, it has yeah, to be Leah yeah. Williamson. You can't go any further than that. She is literally the best role model for women that there is in this country by an absolute mile. Um, mm. So, regardless of how good or bad she is at football, you know that's that's a fact as well. Um, Jeffro says, "A tough question. If you were to sacrifice between Leah and Kim Little, who are you letting go?" <laughs> I kind of feel <laughs> disgusting with this. I mean, to be honest with you, again. I, Kim, Kim Little is, is the wrong side of 30. She gets She's getting a few injuries. Leah Williamson, yes, she's had this big injury, but she's still got four, five, six years at the top. If not, I'd keep Leah Williamson all day long. Mm, if, that, if that was a choice, I'd get rid of Kim Little straight away and Leah Williamson stays. 100%. I he's 26. Not. She's 26, man. Yeah, she's 26. Well, she's, well, she's 27, isn't she? Now, but, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kim Little, as great as she's been, and we love her and she's brilliant still. If that was the choice, that would be my. That would be my. I wouldn't even think about it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't swap Leah Williamson for anybody. Not for anybody. No. So it's pointless asking me because I wouldn't swap with anyone. I mean, Andreas, would you go with Leah or Kim? Yeah, to... but, uh, I think uh, last season the question would have been much more difficult because last season we said uh, we can't replace Kim. We have nobody who can play her role in midfield. And this season, totally different. We have Kyra. We have Vicky. And uh, it shows that uh, we will be yeah. able, uh, we will be able to replace Kim. Uh, I'm happy uh, if, she, if she continues playing two or three more years. I think she has at least two years in her uh, on this level. Uh, but uh, it shows we can, or we, yeah, there will be a life after Kim uh, for our midfield. Yeah, yeah. Uh, season shows it. Uh, but uh, Leah still has six, seven years in her, and. Um, we all hope that she returns to her level and then yeah, yeah. This, this will be a massive yeah, I, I mean I mean, I, I, I think we've all been, you know, we're all excited to see Beth playing again. It's been brilliant. We're all really excited to see him Viv getting back to her best. But for me, seeing Leah Williamson back playing is going to be incredible because, you know, it's it's been a long time without her in the team and you know, I think we'll see once she once she's playing again and she's back for best. We'll see exactly how much we've missed that. And yes, we've missed yeah, Beth, yeah. we've missed Viv, of course we have. And you know, we're great that they're on the way back. But for me, Leah Williamson is going to be that's going to be the big one to come back for me. I, I can't wait. I just can't oh, wait. that's going to be amazing. I mean, you thought we saw the reception Beth got when she came back against Villa and the rule. I think when Leah comes yeah. back, it's going to be. I wouldn't say it would surpass the rule that Beth got, but it'll be almost as similar. It'll be like feeling like oh, it's like a. Uh, it's like uh, new players just come into the squad almost. Yeah, oh, it will. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, it, again, it's going to take her a few games to get back into it again. Yeah. Of course, it is. You know, it, you can't come straight back and be back at your best. No. It takes ages. No, and you know, I, I don't expect we'll see the best of Leah Williamson maybe this season because yeah. she's not going to come back till maybe February. It's going to take her yeah. maybe March and April to get herself back. And it's near the end of the, hopully when we win the league and win the cup and win the win everything else, she'll be there to, <laughs> to be there and play an end game. But yeah. um, I, it's, it would, I don't expect her back to her best until getting towards the end of the season. But anyway, let's see. Um, let's see what happens. Yeah, uh, we'll exactly. Jeffo says, I'm not letting Kim leave. No, no, we won't let her leave. No, uh, you can never have another Kim in this football club. Absolutely not. 
Um, remember, guys, she's 30 plus and still looks 25. Exactly, yeah. I'd sacrifice myself. <laughs> Both are legends. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't need to sacrifice yourself, mate. We need you as well. Um, but no, I mean, it would be tough, but I think Leah's just for the future, Leah's got a lot more years left in her at the top level than what Kim has. And I think Leah now, right now, is a more important player going forward than Kim's going to be. And as Andrea said, we've almost replaced Kim's on the pitch already in certain ways with a player we've got in that are still very young. Um, I mean, I suppose, Amar, what, what, if you had to make that choice, I know we haven't got to make that choice. Luckily. No, no, I'm not making that choice. I'm going to I'm gonna abstain. The two both could. I'm not, <laughs> those, those options to abstain, I would absolutely abstain because they're both integral to yeah. our score. Absolutely integral. No, legends. And even Leah's still got so much more to give at 26. Kim could play. Kim could, we, we could be here talking, and what is it? It's 22. We could be talking in 2040. Kim's 50 and she's still playing amazing. So, she can play till she's 50, honestly. And Leah could play till we'll be on that as well. But no, I'm absolutely abstaining from that one. No, I would never pick one over the other. No, we don't want to have to pick either, do we? Of course we don't. But obviously, um, that was just a question that we were asked. So we're going to yeah. answer it. And we, we sort of have done anyway. Um, I remember when, when one of the first matches uh, I saw at Meadow Park, and I said to to, to German friend, how good is Kim Little? I've never heard much about her, but how good is she? <laughs> and he said he said the same. And that uh, I don't understand the, that clubs like Lyon didn't come for her at her at her peak years. Why yeah, is she yeah. always? Why is she all the time playing uh, at Arsenal? There there are bigger teams in Europe, and she's so. Good. This was yeah. one of my first impressions when I saw her. As She's uh, forever. She will be a legend for for the Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Oh, one of she's been fantastic for years and years. She's been she's been absolutely magnificent, no doubt. Um, Greg says, and yeah, I, I agree. We would have won the World Cup if Leah Williamson yeah. played. And I think if Leah Williamson and Beth were playing, we'd definitely have won it. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, but even just having Leah there, I think would have would have made a difference. Definitely. Mm. LG says, do you think we still need <laughs> over No. We've got Kyra Cooney-Cross. What do we need Overdoll for? We've got Kyra Cooney-Cross. Can, can we have Georgia Stanway? Can we have Georgia Stanway? Can we have Georgia Stanway? No, we don't want Georgia Stanway either. Uh, Rendition says, oh, if you no, could trade no, Kim no, for Bon no. Matty. <laughs> Where well, this question I mean, coming from? Oh. I mean, again, oh. Bon Matty is obviously younger, isn't she? And, you know, Absolutely she's a not. magnificent player, but... I'll tell you what, in, in three years' time, in three years' time, we'll make that swap. In three years' time, we'll have Bon Matty in three years' time. And when Kim Little retires, how's that? That'll that, be what we'll do. Um, I think that's pretty much what we, we need. Terry says, How can people forget how good Lear is? Um, uh, passing and deliveries uh, with Russo. Yeah, exactly. I don't think people have forgotten. It's just that she's not played for a long while. And maybe when you don't see her on the pitch, it's easy to forget exactly what she brings. But anyway, um, it is great stuff. Uh, Jeffo says, hey, guys, I watched the women's team with my brother and he doesn't know really watch women's football. But he said, Kim Little can play for a men's team without no doubt. That's how good she is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's... I, I, don't, I think she'll probably get injured at the minute because she seems to get yeah. injured quite a lot from little tackles now. But yeah, I agree. She she could have played in the men's game probably. Yeah, she's that sort of player, isn't she? Uh, absolutely. Uh, Regendra says, uh, how many fans do yeah. Leon get at their stadium? I'm not sure, actually. Probably not that many, are they, Leon? When when we played them, there, did they that last season when we played them? It wasn't, it was quite empty, wasn't it? I know mean, they played yeah. the biggest stadium. I don't yeah. get that. They they're not, they haven't, I mean, no one's got anywhere near the sort of fans that, that we've yeah. got. 1500 to be precise. The capacity of their stadium is 1500. 
Is that what he did? Where the, that's not the stadium that we played him in, is yeah, it? Yeah, the Bournemouth Stadium. That's where we played last year, fifteen hundred. Yeah. Didn't we play him in the big stadium? No, no I think it was a, that's the home ground. No, we that's the home ground, Group Armour. I think it's called the Group Armour Stadium. It's it says capacity yeah. fifteen hundred, but it could be wrong, obviously. Yeah, yesterday they had six thousand five hundred at the Group Armour for their champions. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, okay. I don't know why it says the capacity is fifteen hundred, unless I'm mistaken. No, it'll, be, it'll be like us, like if you if you searched Arsenal women, our grounds Meadow Park. Oh, I'm sorry, apologies. Well, I don't know why it said fifteen hundred. Sorry, that no, it's wrong. I don't know. It's it's fifty nine thousand in for the men's, but yeah, fifty nine thousand. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I mean, addition says we played. Yeah, I thought we played them in the in the proper men's stadium, didn't we? When we played them last year, because it was it was the big stadium. I know it's quite empty, but. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, they'll have their own home ground and they probably use the big stadium for the yeah. Champions League games and stuff like we do We're at the Emirates. It'll probably be similar to that, mm -hmm. won't it? Um, there's, there's, nowhere, there's nowhere near, they've got nowhere near the sort of fan base that we've got, though. No one has, to be fair, have they? No one in, in well, mm -hmm. Barcelona will claim that they have because they filled their new camp once with 90,000. We do it all the time. Um, Bidendra says, how can someone say Leon is a bigger team? Well, because Leon have won the Champions League a few more times. Eight they've times. Eight times. Yeah, they've won all the trophies that they've won. That's why people say... I mean, I think when you're looking at big clubs, it's difficult to rank clubs in an order because there's so many different factors. You've got trophies won, you've got obviously fan base, you've got stadium, you've got loads of different things that you have to take into account. And it's difficult, isn't it? Leon have won the trophies in, you know, they deserve to be called a, a big club. Absolutely. 100% they do. Um, they haven't got the fan base that we've got. But would you swap our fans for their trophies? You know what I mean? It's that kind of situation. <laughs> we won't have to because we're going to win all those trophies and have the fans uh -huh. now in the next few years. But, you know, over the last five or six years, I'd have probably swapped what they've won um, for having the fans, the number of fans that we've got. But we don't need yeah. to choose, do we? Because we're going to have it all. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Uh, LG says, I think we are favourites to win the WSL this season. Uh, we should win it to avoid them silly. It is ridiculous. Yeah, oh, it is ridiculous. yeah, yeah we, we definitely need to do that. But yeah. it's going to change next year, isn't it? The European things, anyway. Jeffos says, This season I feel more comfortable after yeah. women playing in the men's stadium and at Meadow Park. Yeah, I must admit, I, I didn't think that before because we were losing a few games at the Emirates. But this yeah. season, with the bigger crowds, we seem to arrive right to the occasion and steps up, which is great to see. Uh, we've got a comment that says, uh, Pat Lou says, there, yeah, Alicia Russo, I had to get out of my comfort zone to make the next step. Exactly, yeah. Yes, that was a great answer. There you go, exactly. Um, 100% correct. Um, so, yeah, I mean, wow, we've um, I've been a lot, to, a lot to get through tonight. It's been good, actually. Yes, it's been good. It's been good. I missed it. I missed it, actually. It, it's been really good. Three, really, really good. three weeks, about three weeks since we lost. Yeah. Uh, of course, yeah, because you, you've been away. Terry says, yeah. "Does it really matter how many fans Leon has? Um, they are still left <laughs> with the same face as Thorpey and the Chelsea fans did last week." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, right, Terry, you said, make a great report. We did play with semi-pro team when we won everything compared to Leon, a fully paid. Uh, Leon. Yeah, I mean, football's changed. The women's football's changed, doesn't it? We won when we won all our trophies. The women's game was in a totally different place to what it is yeah. now, and that's why I really want us to start winning all the big trophies now as well. So we say, well, we did it then when the game was smaller, and we're doing it now when the game's bigger. And I think that's what we—that's that's, that's got to be what we need to do now, isn't it, to take it to that next uh, to that yeah. next step? Um, Gunnar Dan has gifted five memberships to uh, to the channel, which is great. Thank you very much again, Dan. He's doing that a lot right. for me, right? That's good. Um, but no, you're right. I want to see Arsenal winning trophies now when the game's at the level that it's at. And then we can say we've done it all. 
and then you know win the Champions League again next season as well, and then we can say we've we've completed it. Women's football, we've completed it. There you go. That's it. Um, Alessia Russo, LG says Alessia Russo is a great player, no doubt, but I believe part of the reason she was playing is because of her looks. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, she's a very pretty girl. Isn't I, I, I don't know. Beauty but, um, beholder, it's definitely been signed for ability on the pitch. We've seen that absolutely. No question. No question. Yeah. Um, says, hit the like so we can score the goals tomorrow. Exactly. Give us a like before you go tonight and then join us tomorrow, quarter to 12. We are here for the big game. North London derby from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Tottenham versus Arsenal. Arsenal can go three points clear at the top of WSL. It's the last game before Christmas. It's the last game of 2023. So I'll tell you what we'll do next Friday. What date is that? 22nd. Why don't we do a, a year-end review of 2023 next week? 2023. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, it's the 20th. Sorry, sorry. I'm getting 22nd, there. 22nd, 22nd, yeah. 22nd, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 23rd. Maybe 23rd. Favourite, oh, I love this one. Favourite goal, best player, best game. I'm going to love this. Yeah, I'm going to start writing this down. Yeah. So I'm we're going to do... Yeah, so we're going to do the best of 2023 next Friday at 7.30. So, you know, we'll look back on the year... Yeah, the best goal, the best player of the year, the best moment. I think we know what the best moment is probably that what's behind me there lifting that trophy. I would imagine. <laughs> but yeah, we've all got our own, we've all got our own special memories, haven't we? So um we'll be doing that next week, so that'll be good. And then obviously we'll also look back on the Tottenham game as well. Um briefly um as well. Look look back on all the goals, all the nine, ten, eleven goals we're gonna score, of course, as, as we were saying there. Um Jeffos says, I watched Farrah Williams podcast and she said the only team in WSL that has massive impact outside the picture community is Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we are the biggest club, there's no doubt. We just need to start winning these trophies now. To, yeah. to get, that's the final thing that we need. We've won them all in the past. We need to win them now. We need to win a WSL now. We need to win the FA Cup. We need to win the Champions. We do them all again now when it's at the top of its game. Um, but there you go. Um, uh, we've got another comment there from uh, Patrick says, uh, We could have ripped each other's heads off. Arsenal stars, Beth Mead, Vivian Miedemar. Yeah, they've got their new series actually. That's starting next week, isn't it? Monday, um, looking forward to that. Yeah, so looking back that. on their, their, their kind of injury step and their step, recovery step together. Step by step, yeah. yeah. On step by step is called. It's starting on the 18th of December, I think it is. So that'll be Monday, what, that's right. Monday, Monday. Monday, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so definitely watch that. It's going to be brilliant now, actually. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be really, really good uh, and insight into those two. Regenera says, I'm in block 308, row 6, seat 147. So if you're, in a if you're at the game tomorrow and you're anywhere near block 308, um, go down to row six and say hello to the <laughs> He doesn't want to sort of all the Tottenham fans, so he, he'd like some, he'd like some Arsenal company. So if you are oh, around no, that no. block, please go there and um, please go there and say hello to the and sit with him. Um, LG says the game suits us more tomorrow. I'm not scared one bit. We're normally performing away games that are held in big stadiums. Yeah, we normally do. I agree. I'm not worried about it. I just feel that away from home, you have to be cautious because it's not your stadium. You've got to go away. It's slightly yeah. different. The home team's got a little advantage. Although we're going to have all the crowd anyway, so it's going to be like a home game, isn't it? Um, so we'll see. Regenda says, there yeah, wins will come and other teams will fear. But I think other teams fear playing us already anyway. I think they do. So I won't worry about that. Uh, Patrick says Monday. Yeah, Monday it's out. Yeah, the documentary's out Monday. The Champions League draws Monday for the men as well. So lots going yeah, on. Actually. Good, yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll definitely be there. Um, so there you go. Um, Patrick says, uh, do you three guys play football? I think you guys play as a goal. <laughs> no, no. I don't play. I, I do play. I play football. Yeah, I, I played last night actually. I played futsal actually last night for the first time, which is good. Oh, that's um, the indoor game. And that's the indoor one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I normally play five aside. I played, what I did yesterday was I played five aside outside between seven and eight, and then quarter past eight till nine o'clock I played futsal inside. So I was quite <laughs> nice. 
no. but it, it was good. I enjoyed it. And obviously, I'll play 11 aside on a Saturday usually as well. But we have yeah. tomorrow. Uh, but I don't play as a goalkeeper, no. I, I can see Andreas playing as a goalkeeper in his younger days, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no talent for this. Oh, hey, no, no, no. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. What about, what about you, Emma? Have you, have you ever played as a goalkeeper? Well, I did when I was at school, but they used to just say stick me in defensive midfield, and I wasn't really getting much out of it. But yeah, I did. I was all right. But no, then I've pursued other interests, and I'm, I'm grateful for those. I'm grateful to be a fan and just be able to talk about it and be able to watch it. That's that's good enough for me. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you don't need to play football to be able to understand the game and talk about it, do you? So, you know, despite what Jerry Barton seems to think, you don't need to. Oh, it's, it's I suppose if you're getting paid to do it, but um, but we're not, so we'll, we'll, we'll no. talk what we like. Um, so he says, great show again, Richard. International man, Mr. Andreas, and five minute early MR. Uh, good five to back. <laughs> he says, well done. To There's a lot, lot of comments in the chat tonight, actually. It's been really, really busy. I might have missed one or two out just because of the yeah. sheer number of them. I do apologize if I am. LG says, when Emma Hayes was fearful before our yeah. game last week, when that says it. Well, exactly, she was. She was. She looked a bit scared, didn't she? Uh, Terry says, Andreas must be a better keeper than a singer. If you haven't seen it. Oh, come on, sing. Yeah, I think can sing too. He's multi Come on, sing for us, Andreas. It was absolutely great. We got some good singers on the show because Matt used to sing for us every week, didn't he? That was always good. Jamesa says, I now play walking oh, nice. football. Yeah, walking football is nice. good. Walking football is great, mate. I hope you enjoy that. That's really good. Um, uh, probably says, oh, it means you did not play professional football. You played for fun. Yeah, you I guys work, work well, No, exactly. Yeah. No, we're, we're not footballers as a as a job, as much as I'd like to it to have been my job. No, we just play um, for... Uh, well, I, 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 it's not for fun. I, I play in a league and it's serious, you know. We want to win and all that kind of stuff. It's proper league. It's not just a mess around. But, yeah, it's not professional or anything like that. Um, but Dan just said... Oh, we've already had that one there, yeah. Uh, Go Dan says, is it five aside on Astro? Yeah, well, I play on Astro. Last night, outside was on Astro. And obviously, inside was, was in the... Uh, in the gym, that's definitely Astro. I'll play on grass on a Saturday, 11 aside, usually. Although at the minute, we can't play on grass because it's waterlogged everywhere because we've had so much rain. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll play it on grass on a Saturday. And Regina says, once it warms up, yeah, well, I don't want to play when it's cold. It takes me ages to warm up in this weather. It's terrible. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's all good fun, isn't it? You know, it's all good fun. Um, anyway, so that is the Arsenal Women's Show done for another week. That was such a good show. That I really enjoyed that. It's one of the best ones that we've done, I think. I think it's brilliant. Um, so many good things to get through. So many great comments in the chat as well. So many people involved tonight, which is really good. So thank you all for watching. Yeah, do give us a like. Um, and of course, join me tomorrow for the game against Tottenham. Andreas, thank you very much for joining us. Good to have you back on home soil again, as it were. Have you enjoyed the show? Yeah, of course. And I think today time was flying. I didn't realize that we were talking two hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. good. The more the merrier. It's so much pleasure to watch them playing and and uh, talking about it, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And mm. thanks for all the comments. And yeah, it was great. No, it is, it is great. I mean, it's good. I say it's good. To, uh, it's good to be doing this show every week, of course. And uh, Amar, it was all good to have you back from your travels. Good to yeah, see no, you. Yeah, actually, when it was strangely, actually, when it was a good time because there was a break between the games, and I was actually building up to the game. I know the four men's games to follow, and goodness knows if I'd missed a women's game, knowing the time difference and everything, I thought, oh no. But I was glad I was able to do my. Uh, by videos from Goa, I was able to send those through, and then I yeah. don't know what the reaction was to them. But it was it would be good if it was positive last week? That's good to be back, and I'm looking forward to end of year review. We sat over the break for Christmas, but no, that gives the girls a chance to reset. They need it, and uh, yeah, no exciting times ahead after last weekend. There, 
Long may continue, and uh, hopefully we'll put a few past the spiders this week. Bring it on. Let's finish the year in style tomorrow. That's Absolutely. what I say. Absolutely. Um, Pat says, uh, is Andreas a professional singer? Well, <laughs> what you want to do is listen to his blog. It's on the channel. It's match blog from the Chelsea game, and you'll hear Andreas is singing, and it's great. Yeah. So you'll enjoy that. You'll definitely enjoy it. Um, so definitely get onto that. Patrick says, uh, yes, Rich, left foot bang. Yeah, well, I, I'm left footed, yeah. And they, they do turn, I'm, I'm a bit like Katie McCabe, actually. That's exactly what I'm like. So there you go. Um, but that's it. Uh, Terry says, is it just me or is everyone fed up with Christmas um, all over the house? <laughs> we roll on the new year. Yeah, I mean, we haven't, we haven't even put our Christmas trap yet. We're doing it tomorrow, actually. I just don't have time to do it. Um, but so, yeah, it's a bit of a faff, isn't it? But anyway, it is Christmas and we've got to enjoy it. LG says, wow, these two hours flew by. I thank you guys for an amazing show. And I thank you as well for your comments, my friend. It's always good to everyone. I say so many comments tonight. Well, that's made the show go on a bit longer because reading through all the comments and stuff. But it's always good that you guys are part of the show. We, we appreciate you being here and we love interacting with you as well. Um, so there you go. Um, but yeah, so don't forget tomorrow, quarter to 12, I'll be here for the Arsenal versus Tottenham women's game from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. That is going to be a fantastic, fantastic yeah, game. Yeah. Look forward to having your company for that one. Um, and of course, on Sunday, I'll be back for the men's game as well against Brighton. That is a two o'clock kickoff, so I'll be at quarter to two for that one as well. Because yeah. although the women are great and we love the women's team and we know they're the best team, we do cover the men's games as well, and we are a fan of the men's <laughs> team. Come on, uh, even though sometimes they frustrate us a little bit more. But anyway, um, uh, we'll be back on Sunday. We'll be there tomorrow and on Sunday for that. So your weekend can officially start now. The show's over. It's only a short weekend because tomorrow we're back at 12, quarter to 12. So it's a short little break. I'll be doing my park run first, getting all that out of the way. And then I'll be here for the game. So join me for that. Thank you for watching. Thanks to Andreas, of course. Thanks to Amar, as always. And thanks to you guys as well for watching. Don't forget, give us a like and subscribe. I will see you tomorrow. Come on, guys. Come on. Okay. Take it easy, everybody.